Audible lets you enjoy all your audio entertainment in one app. Audible offers an incredible selection of audiobooks across every genre, from bestsellers and new releases to celebrity memoirs, and what I'm really into these days, mysteries and thrillers. Love them. And one of our friends, Elena Urquhart, you might know her from a little podcast called Morbid, wrote The Butcher and the Wren. It's a really great thriller about a serial killer. I mean, it is so scary. I cannot wait for the next one. And I love to listen to it. And guess what? As an Audible member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash crappens or text crappens to 500-500. That's audible.com slash crappens or text crappens to 500-500. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. When you choose Organic Valley, not only will you be enjoying great-tasting dairy... You'll help to save over 1,600 small organic family farms who are protecting over 400,000 acres of organic farmland and all the plants and animals that call it home. This is dairy you can feel good about. It's great tasting, high quality organic dairy, ethically sourced from small organic family farms. To find Organic Valley Dairy near you, visit ov.coop. That's ov.coop. Well, hello and welcome to Watch What Crappens, a podcast for all that crap we love to talk about on your broths. I'm Ronnie. Guess who I'm with? Saban. Little cute. Hi. Hi, Ben. Hi, Ben. How's it going? It's going pretty well. I mean, I can promise you this much. I'm never going to cheat on you for eight months and then fucking tell Howie Mandel about it. You better okay. not. You better not. You better not lop off the last the K E R of my name and go to a different Mandel. Okay. <laughs> I will wait for a better interviewer to talk shit about you. I promise you that, my little love muffin. Please, like, please, like, if we have a like a terrible falling out and it gets really dramatic and there's scandal involved, my only request of you two requests. Don't make out with someone in our group. But also, uh, please tell your side of the story on a podcast that's, like, not embarrassing. You that know? is embarrassing. That was embarrassing. <laughs> so, everybody, Can't welcome. Katie Couric. Katie Couric or nothing or, less Diane than Sawyer Oprah. have something? Not, Oprah. The, only, the only lesser Super Oprah soul. I will take is Gail King. Okay. Joel Ost- I would even accept Joel Osteen. Joel Austin, no. He wouldn't <laughs> even let me in his church. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying, at least, at least, uh, some, there's got to be something better than Howie Mandel's podcast. We're actually, actually have nothing have, against Howie Mandel. We're actually going to have a breakup trying to decide who we're going to be interviewed by. I cannot believe you just said Joel Austin. <laughs> That's so embarrassing. Okay, so you prefer to have Howie Mandel versus Joel Austin? Okay, that's no, Oprah. I guess Howie Mandel isn't actually problematic, so that helps. He is now. 
I don't think Howie oh. Mandel really realized how canceled he was about to be when he went to work yesterday. <laughs> Much like we never know how canceled we're going to be when we come to work for Vanderpump Rules Day. So welcome, everybody, for Vanderpump Rules. That was a joke, everybody, okay? We're not, no, I'm going to get um, hate mail being like, Ben, I know it was a joke, but Joel Osteen has done some terrible things that you shouldn't even joke about on your podcast. You're <laughs> amplifying his voice and giving him a platform. He has. I mean, like, he turned away hurricane victims and shit because he didn't want to get his church dirty. I mean, fuck that queen. I'll Who say spends that. all that money on on private planes, etc. I just yes. don't think that 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 people like. I don't feel like religious leaders should have private planes. That's just my general. Yeah, I don't think life. Jesus would really like that. I'm no. just gonna go. I can't speak for Jesus, um, but he can speak through me. Mm, he doesn't like it. Okay. Yeah. So everybody, welcome to the show today. Uh, Vanderpump Rules Day, big day. We also did a bonus this week, which was a recap of the Schwartz. Watch What Happens Live episode, which was pretty bad. I mean, that was one one day of TV this week where we thought, wow, well, God, the men on this show couldn't look any worse this week. And then came Tom number two. So before we get into that, we are back on tour next week. We're until the end of June, basically, but we've had a couple weeks to chill at home. Next week, we're heading to Toronto. That one's sold out. But the next night, the 22nd, is in Philadelphia. That is not sold out. It's a huge theater. Come see that. It's going to be fun. And it's going to be a Vanderpump Rules recap. So the next Vanderpump Rules recap after this will be on the weekend for those of you just listening. And for those of you wanting to watch live, that's where you're going to do it. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. In Toronto, we'll be doing Grill Housewives of New Jersey. Then in May, we are in New York at Town Hall. Another huge one. Washington, D.C., another huge one. So please go buy tickets for those, okay? We don't want Ben to look stupid. Mm-hmm. And then in Not June, we finish... Not after that Joel finish... comment. <laughs> and then after that, in June, we end up in San Diego, St. Paul, Chicago, Columbus, Boston, and Manchetucket, Manchetucket, at the Foxwoods Casino and Resort. A big yeah. finale. So go get your tickets at Watch What Happens, Watch What Crappens dot com. Not what, what, what they don't sell. They don't sell for us. <laughs> Watch What Crappens dot com. So let's get into it. So yeah, what oh, wait, did I just you... want to give a shout out. By the way, I got a shout out. Uh, uh, CNN did a did a piece about top twenty six cookbooks to get. That our friend Jolie wrote, and uh, I was very fortunate to be included in that article. So go look that up and support support that article. So thanks for including me, Jolie. You have a cookbook? No, no. It's an article about the top twenty six cook- cookbooks to buy right now. Oh, and so you're quoted, quoted in the in article. Yeah, oh, yeah. how cool! So I'm Congrats. just saying, like, go because our friend Jolie uh, wrote it. So I was going to say, everyone, go click on it, give it some nice impressions and traffic. That is so badass! Congrats. Where did where is it on now? It's on CNN. So I, I don't have like I think it's like CNN slash this slash that slash that. So just look up something about cookbooks and CNN. That is awesome, Ben. Congratulations. So everybody, just search lamestream media. Ben <laughs> Just look, fake news slash cookbooks. <laughs> okay, so this uh, Howie Mandel thing, people have gone crazy. This came out, I guess, yesterday. It apparently happened because Howie knows one someone who works with Tom, like his drummer or something like that. And so, first off, did you you didn't listen to this, right? This Howie thing. I could, I could, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I couldn't. Uh, I'm still like, I'm still sort of like 
processing that whole Schwartz thing. And I'm like, I just don't think I can dive into Sandoval just saying bullshit on Howie Mandel's podcast. And the truth is, we're joking. I don't have anything against Howie Mandel. I just is such a random place to have like an expose that I'm like, what? What the fuck? So I'm just like, I don't want, because I'm like, I don't go to Howie Mandel also for like, Bravo stuff. I don't go to him for anything. Bravo stuff, and I don't do go, go to him for, for like hard-hitting questions. For anything. Like nothing. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't want to listen to this because it's not going to be the right forum. Like it's, I either want someone to be asking tough questions, or I want like like someone who really knows their Bravo. So I was like, I, I don't know if I can do this. Well, he did it with his daughter. His co-host is his daughter, Jacqueline, Jackie. And so she she's like obsessed with the show. I'm like so obsessed with that. So I guess they have like a father-daughter thing going on for their podcast, mm-hmm. which is cute, you know. But he yeah. literally doesn't know anything about it. So she does, but she's also, you know, not going to really be hard on Tam- Tom Sandoval, you know, because she's kind of fanning out at the same time. So basically, this starts really awkwardly. And by the way, this isn't a full recap. I only got halfway through it. I was listening to it driving around um, and yelling, yelling at the uh, yelling at the Howie on the screen. Mm-hmm. But um, I didn't listen to the whole thing. Just in general, though, Howie, you don't need to have people walk in at the beginning. You know what I mean? Like, have them sit down before you start the podcast. Because he does this thing like, they, hey, they it's me, in. Howie. We're going to talk to our ne- our guest today. Is it's, uh, it's unbelievable. He's about to walk in. Okay, it is Tom. Tom, okay, walk over here. Okay, yeah, sit there. Okay, yeah, it's going to be that <laughs> mic. Okay, yeah, what? sit on that mic. So go That's ahead and so take bizarre. that one. Okay, Tom's here. Tom, he's like, hey, dude. Um, so first of all, just a general podcast note. Maybe have everybody sitting down first in yeah. general. You know what I mean? Okay, so that's that's trivial. So then um, they start talking about how Howie knows Tom, and they were at a wet. They have a mutual friend, and they were both at the wedding. And of course, as we know, happens at weddings with Tom Sandoval. Mm. He gets up and sings a song. He gives everybody a nice rendition of something because it's okay. Tom. So he's like, yeah, and if I recall correctly, Tom, you sang. And Tom goes, uh, actually, yeah, that was uh, Toto Africa, I believe. So mm-hmm. it's like, oh, so already I'm grossed out. Yeah. Not that that song's gross or anything, but just because Tom's taking himself so seriously as an artist and you got to LOL, you know? Yeah. So then he starts talking, finally when it gets into the breakup and stuff, the way he talks about it is just so gross. His basic, the gist of it is that he and Ariana hadn't been a couple for a really long time because she's really mean to him and he's really nice, you know, he's like really nice and open and they were both suffering depression. But you know, when Tom has depression, it's like happy person depression, guys. He goes out, he like hangs out with his friends and is generally nice to people. Whereas Ariana just stays in bed all day and, you know, isolates herself and it's just horrible to be around when she's depressed. So you gotta love that in a, in a romantic partner. Like, ew, my, my, Long-term girlfriend's depressed. Ew, she just stays in bed. Gross. Grossest depression I've ever experienced was in my partner. Ew, don't recommend it to anybody. (laughs) So he basically says that after boys' night, he confirms that it was after boys' night that he hung out with Brett from the bar and Raquel, and they ended up going to see you next Tuesday, and then they ended up back at Tom's place, Ariana's home, 
and Raquel and Tom got really close. And how he's like, in your own backyard? And he's like, well, bro, come on. We've got, like, a fire pit. Okay, we've got, like, a fire pit back there. And so, like, yeah. So, like, we were talking. And then, like, we just, like, made out. And, like, let me tell you, I've never felt anything like that. Because I was just hurting so bad. And it I, it brought me back to life. I was like, you are just such wow. a hacky middle-aged loser like you are such a stereotype dude it's like you turn and also because he turned 40 and he's like and it was like some kind of life crisis yeah a midlife crisis tom Mm -hmm. that's literally what they're called you fuck nut and ariana's like inside mourning her dog the guy that that guy's night happened during that arizona vacation and ariana left that vacation because her dog died so she's in there in a state of mourning and sad and depressed, and Tom is in the backyard making out with Raquel, that is so bad. That's really bad. But he makes it very romantic, you know, because we were so, like, it, she brought him back to life, dude. And it's, like, deeper than you can imagine. It wasn't just some makeout. It was deep. So then he keeps saying, he keeps using a lot of shorts type language where he's like, well, I was trying to break up with her and I, you know, I told her we were broken up um, and it went unspoken. I'm like, well, did you well, tell her or did it go that. unspoken? You fucking liar. He just lies. The whole thing is lies and lies. And then how he's justifying everything he's telling him because how he's hearing only this, he doesn't watch a show. So yeah. how he's just like, well, that's normal. You know, you get in a relationship, then things start to go sour, then you grow apart, and then you start having feelings for someone else. Totally normal, dude. Like, great, good for you, you know? Yeah, but you end one relationship before you move on to the next. Which his daughter did say, but she said it like this. <laughs> yeah, but, like, I feel like, like, when you do that, that, like, you should, like, maybe, like, break up with the person first. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> and also, after Tom said, um, yeah, and I was on the phone, and, uh, no, when I broke up with her, oh, no, when I was kissing <laughs> Raquel, I'm sorry, it was it's a long interview. He's like, when I'm kissing Raquel, and my whole life, you don't even understand my I just, everything came back to me. I felt something like I'd never felt before. And then you hear, she's like, oh my God, sorry, forgot to turn off my ringer. Ah! Oh gosh. She takes his, <laughs> she takes his like faux serious moment and just ruins it. But yeah, so far the gist is just that everything is Ariana's fault because she's a moody bitch and that he wanted to. Uh, break up with her a million times. He's like, but dude, you don't understand. Cause like, she's really hard, but all, cause like if she feels like she's not winning an argument, she flips over the monopoly board and just leaves the room. But also like, it's not just that we're a couple, we're a brand. And he said, oh. he described them as a brand about 10 times at least. They're kept saying, like, literally we're not a brand. A brand. You're they not have a, a book. brand. They have a book. That's not a brand. A book is not a brand, okay? And if it were a brand, then they'd have another book by now. You don't even have a couple name. Like, you don't even have a Tom Rihanna. <laughs> they or an Arianne so Tom. Or Sandmix or whatever. Like, you yeah. don't even have a couple name. You're not a fucking brand, you fucking loser. And he's like, well, I feel like I'm in the royal family or something. I'm just from a reality show, and I can't believe, you know, it's like ruined everything. And, you know, Snooki, I mean, I'm just a reality guy. It's like Snooki has an affair with someone no one cares. You're no Snooki either. So yeah. I don't know. 
who the fuck you think you are, you have recognition, name recognition now because you're a piece of shit with your scandal, mm-hmm. you know. But this is very well, you infuriating. Can't, you can't you can't to. say, oh my goodness, like why are people so invested in me? And then also say, oh, we're a brand. Like the saying announcing that you're a brand literally implies that people are invested in you, like that people care enough that you are now an entity that's like worthy of making money. And so you can't be like, well, we're a brand. There's like a lot to lose. And then say, why do people care so much? Like, well, you just said it because you're on this show. I mean, it is kind of amazing how much Scandaval has like been one of these transcendent scandals that has like, it's not just like, oh, you know, Tom and Luann broke up, which was like a fun, well, that was a fun, frothy scandal that we all just sort of like loved. But, you know, we've seen cheating scandals before, but this one is like, this one's just on another level. And I think it's just like the perfect storm of, of, of a scenario wherein you have something, one narrative playing out on TV that, it's totally counter to what is happening in real life, and it's just like it's 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 crazy. But uh, he just sounds like a piece of shit on this podcast. I, I've seen uh, some it of the gets quotes. worse. Yeah, are you looking at the quotes now? Go for it. Yeah, I was I was looking at some of them, but um, no, I'm just saying. Like even from yesterday, you were telling me some stuff. Um, but like, you know, it just sounds like the fact that he's like blaming it on her depression. Like that's just one of the grossest things that people do. You know, and I understand that it's probably difficult and challenging if you have um, a partner who's going through something like that. You know, uh, I don't, I don't know what one does, but I think this is not what one does. You know, I think there are probably resources you can turn to. Um, so then, what he's because I'm, I'm looking on Reddit here. You sent me a Reddit link that someone summarized this whole thing. Yeah, so, so they this is from broke the up on Valentine's Day subreddit. So thank you guys over there for sending for doing this whole thing. What's the username? Let me look at the username. This was by. Uh, underscore killer tofu 21. <laughs> so thanks for putting, I like that killer tofu. So thanks for putting this together. It is extensive. If anybody wants to read a, a really long, you know, point by point interview recap, go check this out on Vanderpump Rules subreddit. Um, but one of the things that this is not, I didn't hear this part cause I'm only halfway through, but she says, or they say, so I listened to the whole thing. I'm not sure we can confidently say Sandoval said Ariana threatened suicide. Um, and then it says ETA number three. I went back and listened and I was wrong. This exact quote happens at 56 minutes trigger warning. So you've been trigger warned. Okay. Um, and Tom says, it was just like fully in denial. It scared me. It really scared me. You say, why didn't you just break up with her then? It's because of the threat of suicide, the threat of self-sabotaging. You know how much that hurts me. She's She's been on the show and going to throw that away. Um, so I guess he's claiming she, that she said, I heard him say, uh, and I'm not claiming that he didn't say this, but at around the 30 minute mark, he said something along the lines of, I was hinting at her that I wanted to break up because when he, after he kissed Raquel, supposedly started going to therapy because he needed to figure out how to get with Raquel or figure out his feelings or whatever. And then he asked Raquel to go to couples therapy. So they went to a couple therapy, a couple with of Raquel? couples therapy. No, with, I'm sorry, with Ariana. Oh. So they went to a couple of couples therapy, and he was going to try and break up with her in couples therapy, which is so shitty because you're – in one way, it's like, okay, well, that's the best thing. You're going to do this with a therapist around so you don't make mistakes. But on the other, you're giving somebody hope that you're trying to work something out when you're really just there to break up with them, right? Mm-hmm. So then he says almost angrily that – 
you know, and then after that, she became, like, amazing. It was, like, crazy. Like, she was so nice, and she was so great, and she actually asked me, like, a couple of times I was talking, and she would say, you know what? Good point, Tom. I can really see what you're saying there. Like, who is this? Like, really? You think I'm smart? And whoever gets that Ariana is going to be a really lucky person. Whoever gets that version. I was like, fuck you. And then he's mad at her for suddenly becoming nice. That's what you do in therapy. She's seeing that you need more from her and she's giving you more. And meanwhile, you're fucking one of her best friends. I mean, yeah, absolute garbage human being. And of course, made himself the victim the whole time. Then has Howie kissing his ass the whole time and telling him how normal all of this is and how this is just a part of life. And this is great. You know, really not good stuff. I will finish listening to it later. I don't know how much I need to talk about it. Look how long I've already went off just by myself. Well, I don't know that uh, I I'm glad you. I'm glad you. I applaud you for for doing the homework that I should have done, but I just wasn't ready to do it yet. I, I was like, people are like, oh, you, oh, it's it's this. I I just everyone was saying, oh, you gotta listen, you gotta listen, and I just. I wasn't there yet, and plus, also, everyone's like, you gotta do it. You gotta do a recap of it, and I was like, I just. I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. We are doing so many episodes right now, and we're doing, we are touring and all this stuff. I was like, I'm just, I'm just not going to add a recap of the Howie Mandel podcast onto our, onto our plates right now. You know, I got a lot of my plates. Well, some recaps, but, you know, usually recaps are super fun for us because you get to like imitate the different people, like the watch. Happens recap was fun. It's like we get to make Andy jokes and like gold suit jokes about that kid and stuff. But um, this is just Howie Mandel doesn't pay attention, doesn't know what's going on. He's not even a part of anything, knows nothing. Jacqueline was fine, you know, but this is basically just a platform for Tom Sandoval to lie his ass without much of a challenge for a solid hour. So fuck you, fuck him. I'm not gonna, that's it. I gave you half my I gave you half my hour. That's all you're getting, sir. I'm yeah. sure I'm going to have to listen to your drivel and your lies uh, many more times throughout my life. <laughs> we have a whole reunion <laughs> for him to spew all this garbage. And um, I, 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 did, I will say I think it's funny that like the last point on this Reddit thing is that he shaved off his mustache and signified new beginnings, dude. I'm like, wow, what a what a beautiful symbolic sacrifice that you made, shaving off your porn stash. <laughs> and Howie like, Mandel's <laughs> thing, you know, Howie Mandel's just like, oh my god, I'm so wacky and funny. I shaved his mustache. Howie Mandel's thing is always about cleanliness and germs. Like he won't shake hands with people because he doesn't want germs. How would you have any cast member from Vanderpump Rules if you're really that germaphobic? You know? Yeah. Stupid. And then he was saying, oh, you know, my my message about life, being Howie Mandel, is I'm all about mental health and talking about depression and really, you know, getting that message out there. And so this whole thing was Howie making it like, yes, Tom, what I'm hearing is you're a man, a man with depression. A man who, I'm like, stop projecting your fucking depression bullshit onto this. Also, you've got him talking about someone where he's basically criticizing this girl's mental health and blaming it for his actions throughout the entire yeah. interview. Shut up with your faux mental health woke bullshit, sir. Well, anyway, Sorry. why don't we move on to the <laughs> Poor recap? Ben. Poor Ben. <laughs> but anyway, let's... <laughs> 
<laughs> Let's move on to the okay, recap. Hold it's a, it's on, a let super me sized let episode. Let me there, let yeah, I was about go. to say, I was, I was like, I don't want to fall too much into like. Uh, I, I, I want to was... appreciate the fact that this episode of Vanderpump Rules was pretty amazing in my. I was like, this is a great episode. It just had it all. It was just. It just, I was like very entertained by it. it there was just like a lot of ridiculousness on display. And, uh, but it's also a supersized one. So we should just dive in. It's time for a commercial. It's time for a crappin's commercial. The team at Hungry Root just sent me a new box. It's full of yummy stuff. This food is so delicious. You know, I'm really keeping it healthy these days. And it's super easy with Hungry Root. My personal favorite, love some grain bowls. I had a poke salmon bowl. Delicious. I had a chipotle gouda grilled cheese for something a little more cash. Mm. That sounds wonderful. Hungry Root is your partner in healthy living. It is the easiest way to get fresh, high-quality groceries and simple, healthy recipes delivered to your door. You can take a fun short quiz and Hungry Root will get to know your personal health goals, what you like to eat, the kitchen appliances you use, and more. And then they'll build you a personalized cart with all your grocery needs for the week and give you delicious recipe recommendations to put those groceries to good use. Save hours planning, shopping, and cooking. Hungry Root delivers food you will love. Right now, Hungry Root is offering Watch What Crappens listeners 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash Crappens to get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash Crappens. Don't forget to use our link so they know we sent you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So uh, it opens up where we left off was Schwartz and Raquel uh, making out in full sight of literally everyone and just barely Katie. It looked like, I mean, like, but very easy for Katie to see because the producers put Katie's table basically on the threshold. Like she basically is having dinner behind like the cater bar, the catering bar at this party that uh, Sheena's having. So they're making out. Brock and also, just to set this up, they're not only making out. They walk through the pool to be at the center table in the pool that is in the center of the entire party. And they're kissing and you know it's where lit everybody... By production. Yes. You know there's lights there from production. So they're like probably under a spotlight. Where, yes, where everybody is screaming and yelling and cheering for them to kiss. Brock basically being the leader of that, by the way. <laughs> Just in case yeah, I was uh, taking I, taking up. I, I have to say, last last week when they when they kiss and you hear the Aah! in the background, I just thought they sort of like pasted that in an audio and post production to make it seem like a thing. But then we see that Brock really was cheering in the background like a baboon. So as baboons often cheer, and so Schwartz like, oh, is that for us? Oh God. She's like, I think so. She's like, oh my God, was that anticlimactic? Oh my God. Raquel is so happy. 
happy. I mean, this is the closest thing to pageantry she's ever going to get again. I mean, poor aged out pageant queen, you know, finally getting some applause in a pool at a little floating table or whatever. Yeah. And so he's like, that wasn't bad, right? She's like, we should go somewhere private. He goes, well, I mean, I'm not saying we're going to make out anymore. My armpit hair might unravel and then envelop you and absorb you into my armpits. Kind of like the girl from the ring, but Katie won't. Katie, Katie won't cut it. So what else can we do? His armpit hair just comes out and unravels her, and then they go to a little private area and make out some more. Yeah, and so while this is all happening, Katie and her crew are getting up from their table in the restaurant, and there's like this impending sense of dread. You know, is she going to see this? Is she going to hear it? Like you just know she's going to find out. So now it's like, okay, how is she going to find out? So then Schwartz and Raquel are, yeah, they're, they're making out behind the, the fence. And Raquel's like, I like your vibe. He's like, yeah. So they, they kiss some more. <laughs> and then Raquel's like, his lips are like soft and sweet, delicate kisses, but also tastes like that, like what I always imagine moss tastes like in like a riverbed. <laughs> And he's like, I won't make out with you again. That moment has passed. And she goes, no, you can make out with me whenever you want. She tells us, I feel happy. I feel giddy. I feel excited. And she's got the Schwartz. Oh, shucks. I'm just an innocent person who's trying to be happy thing. When we also learned that um, she's hooking up with Tom. Find out anyway. This is just all a fucking ruse. It's really hard to not yell, fuck you, Raquel, during most of this episode. I found it a little difficult. It's also funny to think that, like, had Scandaval never surfaced, there's probably a good chance that I would have been like, yeah, Raquel finally is getting to be her. She's getting to live her life right now after years of James. This is like, da 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 da. Raquel's doing her thing. But it is so, I mean, it's so fascinating watching this season, knowing everything that's happening off camera and how it really, you know, inflects everything. So um, Schwartz's like, oh. This feels illegal. This feels so illegal. She's like, yeah, you're like a kissing bandit. Yeah. You know, and like Katie already hates me. So like, might as well. So this um, really explains a lot about Raquel and Raquel's uh, way of moving about this season. To anybody who watches The Bachelor, and I'm sorry, Ben, I know you don't, but to anybody who watches, they will realize the term, the kissing bandit, because it was given, it was a nickname given to Nick Vial, or Vial, who has his own podcast now. But Nick was known for being the kissing. You can go on there. You can go on there to air it all out there. I approve of the Nick Vial's podcast for you as well. Um, and the reason that's important to me is because she's acting like she's on the fucking bachelor. This, that she's like got bachelor morals where it's supposed to be a bunch of people (laughs) trying to make out with the same guy and get picked. It's like a pick me show for pick me girls, you know, or pick me (laughs) boys, depending on the bachelor or the bachelorette, what she's in your watching. And so I think she sees it like, well, why shouldn't I be able to kiss him? You know, you've already had your one-on-one Katie. And so she's just going right, and it makes sense. And also, they also kind of pick the biggest pieces of shit guys from the season to end up being The Bachelor. So it figures the dirty, sweaty Tom in his Bob Balaban glasses is the new Bachelor. <laughs> Lucky us. I feel like I feel like poor Bob Balaban doesn't need to be dragged into this. We we dragged him in early on, not realizing what we were dragging him into, and now he's I literally hate Bob Balaban now. Like I hate him. If I saw him at a Whole Foods, I'd try and trip him. <laughs> be sweet to bob balaban so um bob balaban 
<laughs> Bob Bella Batman. So uh Bob Bella Bam Bam <laughs> Where's his podcast? So um Schwartz is like Okay, if we course, ever break up, you can go talk about it on Bob Balaban. That's what I give Bob you. Bob Balaban Power Hour. <laughs> Hi, I'm Bob Balaban, and we're talking here with Ben Mendelker, who recently had a breakup with his longtime podcast husband. Um yeah. so uh so then Schwartz does here's where I get mad. So I get mad about the the most random things. Like the things that I should get really enraged about, and I'm like, huh, I'll be sort of like sniffy about or snitty about snotty about but this stuff is this is where i get really mad is when schwartz goes oh god i'm never gonna tell katie don't tell her and like i hate that i hate that when he says things like that because it's like it's you're on camera like he knows he first of all he knows it's gonna be told and then he knows it's gonna be on camera but it's like that coy little boy like i'm just a good kid i don't want it like it's our little secret i don't know what for some reason it just drives me nuts, it drives me nuts yeah, when he does that. because it's it's just manipulation you know it's manipulation it's shitty and he just did this because katie was mean to him so now he's gonna be mean to katie um so he's like yeah i'm not gonna tell her don't tell her she goes everyone already knows he goes no one knows and she goes okay i guess no one knows then hold on i'm gonna boogie board so then um, Lala's room, so the people who were at dinner were Lala, Katie, Christina, James, and Allie. So they all go to Lala's room, and she's apparently got a huge room. And James is like, wait, it's so conventional, isn't it? Oh, look at this. And she's like, is it really bigger than your all's room? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. It's like a photo. That's, like that's a room humble brag. Is it really that much bigger? Really? And it's like her room. She has like a dining room. Katie's. <laughs> Katie is like asleep with like a Mr. Coffee at her head. Her room is so small. Is Katie it really, is it literally larger? wrapping herself in like a banana leaf to go to sleep. Okay, she's in like the busboy, the busboy <laughs> box, <laughs> the busboy box. So uh, they all sit down, and uh, Christina's like, <laughs> oh, they're yeah, they're just sitting there. So Sheena calls up. Sheena calls up Lala. They're all sitting there, and Lala's like, "Hey!" And Sheena says, "Hey." Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Like, that's yes, how Sheena starts you. every call. You know that that's how Sheena starts every call in her life. Hi, can you hear me? Hi, can you hear me? <laughs> Hi, are we can live? Okay. Are we li- yeah, can you All hear right. me? We're live? All right, we're going. We're good. We're good to roll. All right. Okay. And she's like, what's up? But first of all, then Lala's like, what's up? Like, very coldly, which I'm like, why are you so cold, Lala? You're the one who, who like, ditched Sheena. I don't care. I actually don't think that Sheena's being a crazy bridezilla. I think she's being as as needy as anyone throwing a big event but not like above and beyond where she's like screaming at people i think she's like hey i just had this big fun party and like you're one of my besties and like where were you and lala's like hey as if she's like she's like mad at sheena for having events on her wedding weekend and so i was already like annoyed at at lala in the scene well, but Lala plays both sides, and she's in front of Katie and Christina, yes, and so, so she she's got to like, pretend to hate Sheena, good. even though she's at yeah. Sheena's wedding. I mean, she's so transparent. So she's like, um, yeah. And she goes, what happened here tonight? She goes, I went to dinner, and then I came back to the rooms. And she's like, okay, well, we'll talk about that tomorrow. I just want to know where you were sitting at dinner, because like, I know you were behind the hostess stand, but I'm not sure if like all the stack of menus that they were cleaning, I don't know if you could see the shorts and Raquel make out, because everybody was saying it was happening, and I did not see it. Did you see it? Did you take pictures? Could you send me some pictures? I really want to know. And of course, it's on speakerphone, so everyone's hearing this. So James is like, oh, oh, who, who saw who saw? Who saw that slut? 
And then Lala's like, who are you hearing this from? Who? No, who? I was looking, I was looking like at Clint, my friend, because I wanted to introduce you to Clint, and then I heard people cheer, and I was like, what happened? Is there more entertainment? I don't know if the crowd can take more <laughs> after water drums and fire dancers. What's next? Stripper tacos? And then people said Raquel and Schwartz made out, and I was like, what? <laughs> I love that she's like, is there more entertainment? Like, <laughs> she's about the elephants to come walking in, bouncing balls on their trunks. <laughs> oh my God, surprise entertainment at my already very amazing party. So, <laughs> so Lala's like, this is dirty to me. You have to find out what really happened. Bullshit! It's bullshit! James losing his mind right in front of Allie, his girlfriend. James is standing up. His eyes are bugging out of his head. And he's about to lose his goddamn mind. And Sheena's like, okay, I'll find out. I'll find out. I'll find out. Okay, I'll find out. Okay, I'll find out. Okay, I'll find out. And Lala's like, just stop repeating yourself and find out. Please. Christina's like, she said she heard everyone cheering. And then she said like what everyone was cheering at. And someone said, oh, Schwartz and Raquel just made out something like that and uh james is like oh so they finally made out and they're finally gonna bump peepees tonight yay okay well done shorts well done congratulations enjoy banging your new slutty girlfriend and katie is like i feel like someone has punched me in the gut and hit me in the face people cheering them i mean not one of these people care about me name one of these people that you call <laughs> I'm like to be fair, it's a wedding that you are at. Well, you're. It's like a wedding that you're like not at. Like it's like people that you're not friends with. <laughs> so Lola's so, like, we have to find out who was behind this. Who was behind it? It was Raquel and Schwartz. That's who's behind it, trying to piss Katie off. Who's mean to them? That's it's yeah, revenge. This is this whole season is revenge. It's one person doing something, and then someone taking revenge, and then the other people taking revenge on the person that was taking revenge. And then before you know it, you're a Real Housewives show. You know, nobody even remembers what started the fight. And I I would say that this is, most of all, this is Schwartz's fault. Because he knew this was to rattle Katie. Like, he has been, like, shitting, alternately shitting on Katie, and then being like, oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Then shits on her again. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Shitting on her again. So, like, after she, like, wouldn't cut his armpit hair or like when he came over last week and was trying to be all cutesy and she basically shooed him away then he's like fuck it i'm gonna get under her skin this way instead yeah and so that's what exactly. this is all about yes um so james is freaking out you know and katie's been punched and lala's like uh we've already done this okay so, so james is like the whole if the whole uh party started cheering then i would cheer too <laughs> i guess i mean i guess that's what happened because i it was just it caught on like a wildfire it's like, oh, God. well you know what happened like someone brings out some polio string cheese and someone says oh good polio string cheese and then someone else goes oh awesome and then someone else goes that's amazing and then before you know it one person's cheering that everyone's cheering that oh, i'm cheering too i can't help it i love cheering along so sheena then we go to sheena cam detective and she's like, sheena she's like behind maid carts like rolling down the hallway it's like it's like hiding under table tents it's like two tacos for six dollars. And my face. Did, did anybody see them kiss? Did anybody get pictures of them kissing? Tell me. I need to know. So she goes up to Brock. She goes, Did you see it or didn't you see it? And he's like, How did you miss it? It's right there. So then La- she's, I guess, still on the phone because Lala's like, Hold on, hold on. So, oh, sorry. Sheena calls back. She says, hold on, everyone. She's, she's calling. She's calling. She's calling. It's her. It's her. Okay. Hey. 
said, did they hook up? Like, did they make out? Did she squirt all over the pool? <laughs> what? <laughs> so Brock's like, yeah. And she goes, Brock, did you see it? Tell them your witness testimony, Brock. And he goes, yeah, of course. We all saw it. And Lala goes, well, why are people cheering for that? And he goes, because they want to see Schwartz happy. Which I was glad for a little truth there. That is the truth, you know? He's been in a miserable fucking marriage. I mean, listen, love Katie or hate her. This has been a miserable marriage. I think everybody can agree. <laughs> been a terrible Any, yeah, anybody agree. who's watched this can agree. And I would like to think that when Katie finally makes out with the doofus she's dating, <laughs> that people will also cheer in public. But yeah, I think yeah. it's pretty normal for a group of friends to see their friend finally, you know, making out with someone. Especially someone who's like 10 years younger and he's all sweating and his glasses are all fogged. His Bob Balabans are all fogged <laughs> up and nasty. He's got eye boogers coming out of him. His armpit hair is like coming out of the you know bottom of his pants yeah so then lala's like katie did nothing to that girl for her to do something like that she's a disgusting swamp creature <laughs> so uh, yeah katie like, sure did do something to that girl for her to do something like that it was revenge for that fucking trip you guys <laughs> i love how they just re they just just rewrite history you guys could work <laughs> for the american school system so Sheena's like, no, 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 no. We're not going to go there, okay? Like, I'm just, like, I'm just, like, bummed. I, like, you miss out on some special moments. Like, I was able to, like, bang on a drum that had water on it, but there was also, like, an orange light under it, so it looked sort of like I was, like, banging lava, which was, like, kind of cool and kind of scary and kind of, like, fun and erotic, too. But, like, anyway, like, you missed all that, but we'll talk about that tomorrow. Bye! Yeah, you missed really special moments, and so did I, because Tom made out with Raquel, did you hear? It's like, like, <laughs> so Katie's like, and there we have it. John, it's like sad music. Okay, yeah. are these 40-year-olds? Because this was a makeout session. I know it's not great. Uh, I think Tom Schwartz and Raquel are both shitheads just trying to get public revenge. I don't think it was a good look for either one of them. No. But they're making it wa- sound like Raquel's walking around pregnant, you know, with a little yeah. a little baby with balabans on. Yeah. Uh, it's... um. They are making it sound like like they were caught like basically boning like in the like in the, in the bushes or something like that. But like ultimately, if the deal was, you know, like hey, don't make out with anyone in the friend group. That is the deal that they had. Like whether or not you agree with that deal, whether or not that deal is rational, whether you think it's like like a little bit too much, a little ridiculous or whatever. Like that was the deal that they came to, and Tom basically said, you know what? Once again, I don't really care too much about Katie. It's like even though even though I said yes, I will not make out with Raquel, I don't care that much. It's more important for me to get under her skin than to respect her wishes. And so that's what he did. And she's just like, well, fuck that. And you know, <laughs> and uh, I get I understand. it. I understand. I get it. I'm just you know? like, it's just funny watching a bunch of adults like <gasps> they kiss. Know, they are they're they very, kiss at they're a very scandalized. People got drunk and kissed. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that's by the way that hotel room is essentially like a newsroom like if you want to talk about that that's like you know when there is this like walter cronkite is on the news or something in like the 60s and you see everyone like on their typewriters in the back being like this just in this just in because they just are in that hotel room that basically the entire episode just well lala news. yeah lala's the one like <laughs> taking out the ticker tape like all right what do we got boys what do we got and then katie is the one that they always have deliver the worst news it's like <laughs> and then the bomb just went off in the south seas 
You know, she's got like her depression <laughs> eyebrows like scrunching up. And then Christina's just the one that has the very serious but stern and she can take anything face. Like, we are currently at war. I think Christina Please make delivers, sure you have canned foods. I think Christina delivers um, stern economic news about like things like the Dow went down 400 points today. So it's like it's serious, but you don't care that much necessarily. But then, then Katie has to deliver the today. Five different cruise liners across the world sank. And you're like, oh, my God, wow. But, you know, they're like, but Katie, we really need to, guys, listen, the whole team, okay? That's not just about Katie. It's the whole team. We're, we're going to try and bring some positivity because people <laughs> are really bummed out by the depression on the news. So, Katie, we're going to have you talk about electric school buses today and how they're saving the environment. And Katie would be like, well, there are school buses that no longer have gas. What did gas do? It broke a contract. A contract with the earth. They're like, Katie, Katie, can we get a rewrite on that? Really? <laughs> All right, let's just put Katie on sports. Today, an entire football team quit their jobs. That's right. The NFL has actually lost an entire team. Katie, you ruined a team on football. So Today uh, in baseball, a little girl caught a fly ball. A ball that had promised to stay in that stadium and then tried to fly away like it was no big deal. <laughs> that little girl ruined the relationship between a ball and its stadium. And fuck that little girl. I want to start that little girl <laughs> on fucking fire. The Katie, Katie, whoa, 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 to- Katie. Let's leave home at home, okay? Today in sports, <laughs> New York Yankee Aaron Judge hit a three-run homer today. Winning the game in the bottom of the ninth. Unfortunately, his ball hit the last remaining green-eyed pigeon of, <laughs> of Staten Island. And that species has gone extinct. So a terrible day for birds. A pretty nice day for Aaron Judge. <laughs> so um, Katie's like, well, I'm going to bed. And she tells us, I feel so much hate inside of me. I hate them both. But I hate Tom more. I mean, Raquel, like, fuck her. But Tom owes me more than this. Hmm. Well, you're divorced. Your house is sold. Go home. (laughs) I, yeah, I just, uh, I mean, look, you know what? She gets there by the end of the episode. I think she gets there by the end of the episode where she realizes, fuck Tom. You don't, like, she doesn't need to live for the things that Tom owes her, you know? So that's what does make me happy. It's time for a commercial. It's time for. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. So then James uh, James is basically like, well, he has the hots for her, but who doesn't? Who doesn't have the hots for her? Am I right? I had her first. I had her first. So Lala's I like. I stuck it in her first. I want everyone to know I'd like history to recall that one. Who had her first? Me did. <laughs> Me did. So Lala's like, I'm telling you right now, your ex fiance is a fucking whore. Okay. Use a hoe. Use a cheap, broke down hoe. I know that. I can say that. I had dinner with 50 Cent once, okay? Use a hoe. Use a hoe. So awkward. And James is <laughs> like, Bruh. well, honestly, he wants to fuck the shit out of Raquel. He wants to put he up the pussy and up the ass and in the mouth, whatever. Just do it. 
just do it. Oh, I did it first. And Allie's just sitting there like, oh my God, are there any other shows I could audition for? This is so embarrassing. (laughs) She's like, maybe I should do like, I don't know, Great British Bake Off or something. Can I start dating Paul Hollywood? So uh, she's like, okay, well, thanks for obsessing over your ex-fiance yet again. I'm going to go to sleep. So she's like, you guys are disgusting. She's like, oh, okay, well, I guess I'll go to bed because I'm in trouble now. Apparently that slut got me in trouble with this slut. Stupid. So then Sheena in Brock's room, Sheena's like, oh, my God, look, Michael, look at this party light. Like, it looks like stars. And and that's what Joey had. So I brought it for you because you're like stars. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think I'm just going to go to my room. So now so we are then, in uh, Sandoval, Ariana, and um, Tom. So Sandoval, Ariana is sitting with Raquel, and Tom's like, Raquel, Raquel, Raquel. And Ariana's like, stop, uh, Tom. Why do you keep saying Raquel over and over again? Raquel. Raquel. He's like, hush, she made out with Schwartz. And Ariana's like, you what? And then Tom and Ari- Raquel smile really big at each other. And Ariana's like, um, I'm going to need details on that because we're going to have to make a sandwich based on this. And it's going to be pretty fucking sloppy. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Raquel's like, it was just like a moment in the woods. And like, but a lot of people cheered. So, like, I don't know. Like, maybe we're like America's sweethearts now. I don't know. And Ariana's like, people cheered. <laughs> so, Ariana tells us, you know, just when I thought it was safe. Katie's on her side of the resort. James and Raquel seem like they're cool. And now this happened, and I feel like we're right back where we started. It's like not even 10 feet underground. I was like, poor Ariana, if she only knows where it's about to go. I know, 10 feet underground. Just wait. Tomorrow it's going to be three inches into aged out pageant girl. Hmm. Fucking Raquel. Because isn't this supposedly when they hooked up? The rumors this week are that um, Tom and... Watcher, but because you remember when Schwartz said on Watch What Happens Live, yeah, it was like the end of August, and this wedding is at the end of August. So the rumors, well, you know, last week we were like, obviously, <laughs> it makes sense. It's it's a wedding at some point, right? So the rumors this week are that they hooked up the day of the wedding, and Sheena was saying, oh yeah, Raquel didn't show up to get her makeup done, and we were all in there for like three hours. Everybody was like basically secluded with each other for three hours, but Raquel went missing. So they're thinking Mm -hmm. that Raquel and Tom actually hooked up for the first time on her wedding day. That's the rumors. Listen, you think we're drama queens? You should go listen to Sheena's podcast because the clips on there are really, it's like, oh my God, because this didn't even hit me, but I was like, oh my God, we were getting makeup done. I was like, where's Raquel? And she didn't even show up. And I probably did it on that day. (laughs) Um, Well, that would be, that's, that's, that is just very wild and depraved if that's the, if that's the truth. So, yeah. uh, but anyway, Schwartz is like wasted or coked up or something. He is on something, and because like, they're at like the after party and Sheena's sweet. So, um, Schwartz? and Schwartz is passed out on his bed, like with the yeah. the galaxy light blaring on his feet, you know. Yeah. So Sandoval's like, Ooh, like, hey Raquel, like here's Schwartz's room if you want to make out with him. And Ariana's like, Tom, get the fuck out of here. You're the worst. Get the fuck out of here. And so Raquel's like, can we just have some fun now? So I think that you're like the only person at this wedding, or you're definitely the person at this wedding having the most fun. The most. Okay. Just, I don't want to hear yeah. you complaining right now, ma'am. So then okay. it's like, and everyone's like frolicking in the pool. Everyone's like screaming and laughing and joking. It's like, woo! It's like, hard cut. 
to Katie and Christina lying on their bed, staring at the ceiling in silence. <laughs> and Lala comes in. <laughs> it really, it cuts back to the two PB NPR hosts, you know, and Lala comes in and Katie's like, get into bed. She goes, what's going through your hats? And Katie's like, I just texted him. I hate you. The anger and hatred I feel for you is like nothing you've ever known. Like, I'm never going to speak to you or talk to you ever again. Mala's like, even Brock's? Like, we cheered because we want to see Schwartz happy? Like, what is that supposed to mean? <laughs> Making out with Raquel is happy? I'm like, uh, I'm not a Schwartz fan, and I think he, what he did was totally, was totally dick behavior, but I can see how making out with someone would make someone happy. So, Christine, uh, yeah, Christina's like, you guys, there's like a million other girls out there. And Katie's like, yeah, we just spent 12 years and we're trying to unpack this shit. Like, if you need a date, go out and do it. But not in front of, like, this is just mean. Christina Which is, is the point. You're right that it was. It complete. is mean. That was Katie who said that. And you're right that it was absolutely mean. That was the point. He was trying to be mean to you. You know, does Edward, and it's like that doesn't make it right, but just like, like yes, he is being—he's a dick. You don't need to have an, an amicable relationship with this piece of pond scum, okay? You don't. He's a dick. He's gonna keep being a dick to you, okay? Be mean to him. <laughs> be angry. Be, be rageful towards him because he deserves it. So, um, uh, by the way, Christina is cracking me up this episode because pretty, pretty unso not. It's it's not been that subtle, but like last week, she kind of like went and talked to Sheena to be like, by the way, like, um, you never did anything to me, so like we're cool. Which I was felt like was her way of saying, can I come to some of these events? And then today, when they're sitting there in bed, Katie's upset, and Christina has to be on friend duty, where she has to be upset also, and also lie in bed and also look at the ceiling at the same time. And you just knew in her head, she's like, she said this would be a vacation in Mexico. And- We'd go out to bars. We'd have yeah. fun. <laughs> Just like, I'm stuck here at 10.30 p.m. staring at the ceiling with Katie having to be sad also. Yeah, part of me wonders if she thinks she chose the wrong horse, you know, because she's definitely, I don't know if she expects to go to actual events at the wedding, but she's definitely seems to be putting out vibes like, but if I do come back, I don't need to be stuck only with Katie the whole time. Like, I think this time it's like, I need somebody on my side. You have to come back to the show and help me, you know? I, so I think, I think she, she's like, if I come back, I will not necessarily be up Katie's ass the entire time. Sheena, thanks for this little talk, okay? Or maybe, maybe Christina was thinking, oh, well, I mean, like... You know, I've I've been around this show for many years. I know what's going to happen. Katie's going to go down there, and then she and Sheena will reconcile, and then we're going to go to the wedding. Like, I know how this plays out. And she's like, shit, it's the night before the wedding. I mean, we still haven't patched this up. We're missing out on all the events. This sucks. Yeah. So they're in the, you know, they're just like sitting there in the morning, like bored. And then uh, we see everybody in the morning doing their breakfasty things and back to Katie. And she's like, I want breakfast. And then Christina goes, We'll get room service and we'll chill, and then we'll chill some more by the pool. And like I don't know, like maybe we could go to Sheena's wedding. I don't know, just thinking out loud. No, 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 just the pool, just the preferred pool. Uh, yeah. By the way, do you think they have rice in the gift shop? Just curious. So, hey, uh, hey, can you uh, can you throw me that Mister Coffee? Sorry, I just want to like in case like I wind up catching a bouquet tonight. I just want to be ready. Sorry, just like thinking out loud. Sorry. Continue. 
So Sheena and Raquel, and I guess who turns out to be her sister, not Raquel's sister, but Sheena's sister, Courtney, Courtney, um, go to like a cave spa type thing. And she's like, oh my God, we're the only three that made it. Ariana's coming. She's just fashionably late per year. Hi, my name is Sheena. We have a bridal party coming out to do spas. Did anybody here see Raquel make out with Tom? Anybody? (laughs) Did you guys get any pictures? Let me know. Raquel, look at all these rocks. Have you made out with any of these rocks? <laughs> okay, just want to check because you seem to be making out with everything. <laughs> so they are there in this like rocky spa and um, they're all gathered and Ariana has joined and Sheena's like, I can't believe like last night wasn't the wedding. Like that's why I was like so disappointed that Lala didn't come last night because like that was literally like the biggest event of the entire trip and like you didn't even like come by to say like hi, like what the hell is up with that? And she's like, yeah, before I knew that Lala was going to be splitting her time between me and Katie on my wedding trip, she told me she was planning on coming to the wed- to every big wedding event, and that was, like, the biggest ones. And um, she's like, but now that I know one by one, she's not going to be coming to things. Honestly, at this point, I'm wondering if she's even going to show up at the wedding. Hmm. I I actually do think it's it's shitty of Lala. I know that Sheena has, ha- has like, a lot of events, but, like, don't, don't do interviews where you say like that's my girl like i go to i like i go to bat for i'll do anything for that girl and then don't sit her down with brock and be like i'll go to any event i won't go to the really intimate ones but i'll go to every other event and they don't go to the events like i think that's actually really shitty yeah of course it's really fucking rude but that's how lala is she straddles the fence listen katie and the mean girls when lala came on they were so so mean to lala they were Slut shaming. They were horrible to her. And then when she horrible. finally got with the girls, she'll turn against Sheena, just like they want, just like she turned against James, because that's what they wanted. She does what they want ultimately, you know? And she's yeah. she's still gonna do it. Yeah. So Sheena's like, well, I called Lala to say I was disappointed. And then like asked then like asked about like uh Schwartz and Raquel, and Raquel's like, oh no. And um Sheena's sister is like, um, Schwartz is like not who I imagined to be your wedding day. <laughs> and Raquel's like, Oh well, I was thinking, by the way, um, what if I walk down the aisle with Schwartz instead of Joey? <laughs> Everyone's like God, Raquel, what the (laughs) fuck, man? God. It's terrible. This girl is dead inside, okay? At this point, I'm just thinking, we're always trying to figure out what's going on in Raquel's head. But at this point, she's just dead inside. I mean, I have no idea what she could possibly be thinking. Well, I, the only thing I could imagine is that a producer said, you know, Raquel, why don't you see if you can walk down the aisle with, with Schwartz? She's like, okay. You like, know, that, I don't that, like that everybody, every time somebody gets in trouble, we all turn around and blame the producers for doing it. <laughs> this That's bullshit. You know, it's like a lot of people online, like, you guys, Katie had to go to this thing because the producers made her. No, she had to go to Mexico because she has to get paid. If she To get paid, she has to be on the show. She doesn't have to show up at every event sitting right outside being rude about everything. You know what I mean? Like, let's stop blaming I mean, the producers for everything these Vanderpump Rules idiots get themselves into. I'm not yelling at you, Ben. I'm just like, no, a, no, no. Well, I wasn't blaming the producer. I was saying that's the only but way I can imagine fucking, the idea. Came yeah, head. it's her. That's her fault. Fucking Raquel. What the fuck, yeah. man? Light a little fire inside of yourself because I don't even like Katie and you're making me feel bad for Katie. Like, this is just <laughs> shitty. I think I've always gotten by with my own take on Katie to myself because she's always been such a miserable bully to other people. But now you're kind of becoming that miserable bully. Don't let the show do that to you. I mean, it's already made you a horrible Judas to your friend and a cheater. Judas? Wow. But 
don't become a horrible bully like the Sir girls. Don't do it. Yeah, but Ronnie, Save Ronnie, yourself. Ronnie, that's like that's like someone putting a soup on the lazy Susan of awfulness and spinning it over across the table, and you putting your hand and saying, "No, stop this lazy Susan." This the soup has to get across the lazy Susan. Okay, the, the lazy, lazy Susan, Susan of, of awfulness. Awful people, yeah, it has will to keep never stop. It, it will never ever ever stop. Okay. By the way, you should lock that window behind you because I'm really worried that someone's going to break it. It's unlocked. <laughs> this one right here? I see. Yeah. It's like unlocked. Locked. The handle's up. That's no, locked. the handle's up. Look, the little swivel handle. Oh, oh I no, see. It's different the than the little swivel handle. Wait, wait. This one? Okay. I just, no, no. You were on the right um, window. I was just thinking that there was a different lock, and I was really worried for you because I don't want you to miss my wedding. Hey, Lala. Did you see Ben's, like, window? <laughs> yeah. I think it was, like, unlocked, but I didn't see it for sure. Do you know anyone who saw the window? Okay, I'm gonna find out. I'm gonna find out. <laughs> Benny, Benny Hanna. No, it's um, locked. This this swivel is. It's just I see. Look, you pull up like the a, swivel to. No, it's not. Turn it. Is, is this one? This is. It's just so that we can. You pull up to turn it, but it's just. Yeah, so I'm saying. Now turn, flash. Flash. I should say. Okay, sorry everybody. This, Got everybody is, worried. This is like a Vanderpump Rules cast member. It almost looks as interesting as it actually is. So, or actually, the other way around. God damn it! I ruined my windows. My Let's window just quit. Door. Let's just fucking quit. <laughs> oh, so Howie, Howie can ta- Howie can take over. I know. We're like God. The how like Howie Mandel's podcast. I'm like, hey, <laughs> let me let me do a botched joke about the thing that opens my window. So, yeah, so Sheena, anyway, Raquel's being a fucking bully, and I don't like it. It's not a good look on you. Cut the crap. So then um, Ariana's like, stop. Oh, no, Ariana's like, stop, you guys. And she's like, I mean, I'm, I'm okay with that. So I think that's a great idea. Is anyone else okay with that? <laughs> yeah. So, um, <laughs> of course. Don't make me okay stand up that. for Katie. You guys are taking the wrong <laughs> road. You're on the wrong road. It's making me yeah. uncomfortable to be here. Yeah, and so I think Ariana Ariana has like a really um, a great way to assess the situation. She goes, "I'm starting to think that Raquel might actually have feelings for Schwartz, and it feels like she's living in some sort of rom com, and I think she's the only one in it." <laughs> <laughs> it's like while you were sleeping, where Sandra Bullock is like the only person involved in that relationship. <laughs> I know, except that Raquel is. Peter Gallagher in that situation. <laughs> Very passive. So, um, Ariana, uh, so Raquel's like, okay, we'll talk about it later. And Courtney's like, hopefully Katie has another dinner reservation tomorrow night with a good view of everything. <laughs> hey. I love some sister shade. And everyone's so, laughing but Ariana. Ariana's like, this is really uncomfortable. <laughs> this is bad. This yeah. isn't going to play well. And so, I really like, general as a general thing through this episode, I really like that Ariana wasn't, like, giggling and getting really shitty with everybody else because nope. we know what's about to come for Ariana, you know? Exactly. So, so uh, but she never does. That's the thing. That's why, also, we all love Ariana because she's she sort of, like, knows what's up and she always seems to have the right take on everything, you know? So, Allie, we then go over to, the like, the poolside and James and Allie are sitting in chairs and... Uh, they're like holding a flower-ish thing, and Allie gives it to James. She goes, I got that for you. He goes, You did not! You did not! Thank you! I don't think a girl's ever given me a flower before. Look at this beautiful flower! Look, it's like bulbous. Bulbous, but smells nice. It's like every slut I've ever slept with. Am I right? Everyone! High five! High five! Fat shaming. 
Um, so uh, Schwartz comes over and he's like, hey guys, hey, can I hang out with you guys? He's like, oh, you got the PD light there, do you? And he goes, yeah, yeah, you know, would you guys hang out with me? And Ellie goes, why? He's like, because everyone's asleep and hungover. So guys, what about last night? What, how'd last night go for everyone? And James is so pissed. He's like, are you kidding me? You made out with Raquel last night. What? No, I did not. You did. You didn't. And he was like, "Okay, I did. I did." Can I explain? Like, me and Raquel, we don't have. We don't have a thing. And James is like, "But if you say that you guys don't have a thing one more time, it's gonna be kind of offensive." And she, he's like, "Well, Katie forbid me to make out with her, which is strange. Like, I'm an old man. Like, this is middle school shit. It felt like I felt like I was sticking it to the man last night. Like, you don't get to wrap this in some sort of." self-entitlement bow like like or personal empowerment bow you know yeah like i was rebelling i finally got and uh tom sandoval actually said that on his uh interview with howie it's like well that moment in mexico like we i was just like i didn't even mind that schwartz made out with raquel but he didn't know about us but like i didn't mind that they made out because like it was like a moment where katie had made this bully thing against Raquel the whole season and made it a storyline and it was like yes you're finally rebelling you know well uh, the other thing with the shorts though is that like if you're just gonna do like the dick thing if you're gonna do this if it's gonna be your rebellion if it is gonna be your quote unquote sticking it to the man aka Katie like then like own it baby uh, uh, like he that he like does these things and then he's like oh did i do that you know and it's like just be like you know what fuck it i'm doing it this is my decision but he doesn't do that either yeah and so james is like that's your excuse and he goes i don't know I mean, i've been a sad sack of a human being for six months james is like oh so you did out you made out with raquel to make you happy then is that what you're saying he goes yeah temporarily oh but katie's just livid with me i was like well there's your answer the way his face lights up when he says katie's just living exactly. with me exactly that's what made him happy you know so oh, he's he, like, you know, the princess and the toad. Well, since the divorce, I've never felt less desirable or sexy. It is one of your top least desirable or s- sexy moments. I have to agree with you <laughs> on that one. It's, but then, then comes along Raquel, and you know, like she's got pageant history. She's a total princess, and I thought the kiss would snap me out of it. So he's basically saying that he's the toad in this situation. Yeah, um, you know what? Spreading warts doesn't make you a doesn't make you the toad. Okay, you never turned into the prince Balaban. I, I was going to say like mouth. you. I think that like he is the toad, but I'm not sure there was a transformation out of it either. <laughs> so the producers like so did it did it snap you out of it? He goes, yeah, I think it did. I mean, call me Prince Charming. Ah ah. So James is like. Listen, I'm not picking sides, but Katie's a hard nut, and she means business, and you're probably dead to it right now. And he and Schwartz is like, but is it warranted? Be objective. <laughs> Schwartz, why are you asking this guy? Like, you made out with this guy's ex-fiance, and even though it's clear that James is not over Raquel, James was dumped by Raquel. Like, there's clearly emotions there, and you're basically going up to James to be like, what's the big deal? I made out with Raquel. It's just, it's, it's like, there's actually so many levels of like self-centered uh slash thoughtlessness going on with uh, schwartz right now yeah um but jay i think everyone looks at it on the show it's like well james cheated a million times everybody fucking knows it and at least the one time that we know about that lala's admitted to on tv and so it's like who cares 
Well, that's you, a, like, Jim, you didn't, you know, you didn't respect her or deserve her. So I'll make James out is, in front of you. Yeah, James has skated by like every like every generic person who makes it to the final three of Survivor. There's always one person who, when you look back at the season, you're like, how did they get there? It's because there's there was always someone who is a bigger threat, who is worse, or someone who needed to be taken care of first. And so James always gets by because there always is like at least one guy on the show who's doing something worse than him. So even though James is always doing terrible things and has such terrible outlooks on on like women and life and people and and body shapes, there's always someone who's managed to sort of do something worse and he just gets by. Yeah. So Tom uh, puts his hand on his knee, on James's knee, and he's like, come on, man. And James is like, uh, get your hand off my knee. Don't put your hand on my fucking leg, Schwartz. And he goes, don't be like that. He goes, I didn't do anything. I asked you to take your hand off my leg. You're the one who stuck your tongue down my ex-fiance's throat last night at the white party. What? It was a platonic kiss. You're a gaslighter. It was a platonic kiss. So James is like, Schwartz is a fucking pussy. I hope everyone sees the calculatedness that he's done and how he's maneuvering around. It's so sneaky. So Schwartz is like, Hallie, back me up. I mean, talk oh about me. Oh, my God. So guy. Shameless. Worse. And James is like, yeah, I've seen the way he looks at Raquel forever. And he tells him, and I'm creating a boundary between you and Ali. Like, that does not need to be your friend. All right? You don't need to be friends. He goes, what do you mean? And Ali goes, don't create a boundary. And he goes, what, what you're not going to do is lose it like I'm not going to do is lose it like I always do. But what we're also not going to do is grab my leg and ask my current girlfriend to back you up. She just gave me a flower. <laughs> a tulip so uh schwartz is like i was being facetious relax he gets real nasty like the real schwartz comes out finally he's like i was being facetious relax bro and so james is like but fuck facetious and your big words what does that even mean what's facetious mean is that a new cream should i be using facetious on my face and he goes you fac- you're facetious Whatever that means. <laughs> yeah, he just kind of looks. <laughs> so, um, Schwartz laughs, and so does James. They just both kind of laugh it off. But now, back in Beverly Hills with Villa Rosa, darling. Rocio swinging from a tree, picking roses, throwing petals in the air, darling, while dolphins jump over the little mini bridge, and Hanky and Panky walk around, and Diamonds and Rosé chill together as a couple, while Sloopy Doopy and her stupid Charo top ponytail follows Lisa around the garden. Oh, look, and there's Ken feeding Cedric in his cage. A beautiful day in Villa Rosa. Mm-hmm. So, um, so then Greg comes over. Greg, the, the, the restaurant guy. He comes over. He brings a bottle of rosé, which is bold because on the one hand, like, it's smart. Bring something pink for Lisa. She loves rosé. But also, Lisa has her own rosé. So, can you really I do know. It? I like that. You He's know? like, this is for you, a rival rosé. Oh, <laughs> touche, little man. Come in. Whis- whispering angels i don't know what that is strange okay give this to the little horses goodbye (laughs) so so, uh lisa's like this whole place is full of wild animals including me get it Ah. i was a little worried to reach out to greg because who knows how that would go shut up fanta pump keep your own successful million trillion billion kabillion goat cheese sold restaurants goat cheese balls sold <laughs> but he was actually pretty amenable to meeting would you like red white rosé 
or water. It's a test. <laughs> <laughs> or perhaps you would like a tall glass of magic. Um, like, I love. I'll have stuff. what you're having. She's like, oh, really? A bunny pulled out of a hat? <laughs> sure I'll tell you what I'm having. The Four of Hearts. Is this your card? He's like, actually, yes. And I didn't even realize I had selected one. I just know that's my card. So then um, I love Lisa saying, oh, I hope I'm not overstepping whatsoever. Who I am? I'm just a, just a sweet, meddling, very wealthy woman on a TV show that you're currently airing on or being on or whatever you are, stupid person. So... Um, uh, so basically, she's like, so I want to know what's going on with Tom Tom. And they're like, are you, are you really going to open on the 31st? Are you going to? And he's like, no. Like, oh, what no! Do you what are you talking about, Greg? Ah, oh, stabbed in the heart and you're to blame. You give love a bad name. And he's like, um, well, listen, there's no bar Bible. There's no procedures. There's no training. There's none of that. I mean, my role was to teach But enough them. about sir. <laughs> talk about your restaurant. Listen, there's a smoking alley and tourists still take pictures of it. Oh, I'm sorry. We're talking about Schwartz and Sandy. <laughs> All right. Go on. Go on. (laughs) Well, I'm supposed to mentor them and teach them, explain how the business works, but they haven't listened to a single thing I've told them. She goes, oh, I get that, darling, but they don't listen. They're Tom and Tom. The only thing I can say to you is that they do bring something unique. And, you know, listen, it's youth-ish. And hair-ish. <laughs> Mustache-ish. Which, you know, we're working on. But basically, lots of girls show up and buy pink drink and frozen goat cheese. So, <laughs> just that's all you can expect, really, darling. Right, isn't it? And he's like, well, I mean, I guess they're fun. She goes, yes, you get it. That's what they bring. Our meeting here is done. <laughs> yeah, poor Greg looking for work ethic from someone who worked at Sir. So Lisa's like, you know why we why why Ken and I wanted Tom and Tom as partners is we thought they'd bring their craziness, their excitement, their energy, their storylines to our show while it was flagging in season six through nine. You know, things like that. And looking at Greg, I don't think he has very much fun or energy or storylines, frankly. <laughs> well, Greg, I will personally kick their fucking skinny asses well. One skinny and one skinny-ish until we get it done. As long as you promise me if I get that done, you'll open on the 31st and buy Schwartz some new glasses. Because really, those are awful, aren't they? I mean, I... (laughs) And if you don't open on the 31st, then I shall claim your firstborn daughter! Ha! Magician out! Greg just, like, wakes up in his apartment. How did that happen? (laughs) How did I get here? What happened? Joe Lane what is this or, Joe of Lane or whatever her name is is like eating a cold lobster dog in bed. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't care when you open, just get me more of these. Fuck I was useless. wondering where you were. There was a flash of light, then suddenly you came back. <laughs> so um Schwartz now it's morning again, and Schwartz sneaks into Sandoval's room with a pina colada with jalapeno. I never oh. had that before of you. It's so good. <laughs> So Schwartz is like, hey, huh, they're waiting on us. The wedding started five minutes ago. Just kidding. Oh, wow. Sheena's, Sheena's pissed. Okay. So uh, so they were sort of like waking up like, what happened last night? What, what, what's going on? And then we go over to Sheena's room and Lala comes over. 
And Gina's like, um, oh my god, Lala, I wore like that, almost like that exact same thing, but like in white today, like that's like crazy, but it's also kind of like offensive, like why would you be wearing the same thing that I'd be wearing? So I kind of going to ask you to please leave the wedding. Sorry. Bye. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sheena's like, um, so this is our room, that's our pool, blah, blah, blah. And Lala's like, well, tonight you need a lot of rest, bitch. <laughs> and she's like, well, we have dinner at 530. You're going to come to that, right? Are you going to come to that? She goes, no, I'm not going to come to that. Because I'm going off properties for dinners. Because I can't. She goes, what happened last night? I thought you were going to dinner with them and then coming to my thing. And then you didn't come to my thing. By the way, isn't it tonight like the rehearsal dinner? And Lala's going to skip that? We're crying out loud. So Lala's like, yeah. My life is like really intense right now. Like, do you know how hard it is to go on vacation in Mexico when you have nothing back at home? To report to, it is difficult right now. So I want to sup- I want to surround myself with women wanting to rally around and build each other up by- in the form of tearing someone else down. Okay? So Raquel reminds me of girls who would go and be with Randall. And the dirtiness of it is disgusting to me. Oh, my God. Look in the mirror. All she's missing is a Range Rover. For fuck's sake. What kind of thing is that for Lala to say? She reminds me one of the girls who would be with Randall. Randall showed up and offered you a Range Rover and an audition, and you were with them ever since. Can we please get off the high horse, Princess Di? My God. <laughs> I know. So, um, Sheena's like, I don't think so. And Lala's like, 100%. And no one can convince me otherwise. <laughs> and she says, there's a certain caliber of chicks who don't think of anybody but their insecure selves. I'm like, really? Because you're the cool. one missing one of your best friend's rehearsal dinners <laughs> because you're going to be uncomfortable. What yeah, are you talking it's called about? being a cast member on Vanderpump Rules. I think that's actually the requirement. So Lala's like, it takes me back to a place of feeling so disrespected. I feel for her so much right now. It's like, okay, this is just such bullshit. Like, it's it's actually hilarious. So, and Lala says, Raquel has made Katie feel the way some of these bitches made me feel. And I'm triggered because you fucked with someone I love. So she yeah, but like, it's not Katie's vacation. It's my wedding. And Raquel's like, yeah, well, that's where you get this twisted. Because everyone else outside of this has things going on. Your wedding is the most important thing to you. It's not the most important thing to everyone here. Okay, she I'm sorry. What fucking kind that's of rude. thing is that to say to a bride? It's literally the day before her wedding. And you're there invited, probably with a discounted rate, I'd like to add. In a nice big ass room, we saw that, and that's what and that's that's what you're gonna say to to the pro. It's just it's so rude, yeah. But it's also lala, especially when you're leaving to like hang out with someone who was like, I don't even want to go to your wedding, and showed up anyway just to be a bee. Like that's well, terrible. It's like I don't want to go to your wedding. Fine, but then keeps doing things and sort of like peeling people away from the wedding. You know, like I just think that there's just like a, a there is just like a a rudeness. How rude? I'm sad. Huh, huh, I can't believe people would be rude. Anyway, let's talk about more slots. So um, Sheena's like, she's like, well, I think I've been like a pretty chill bride. And like, I don't think it's like too much to ask for Lala to spend the next three days making it about me. I'm like, well, Sheena, don't. <laughs> now, see, I was that just a lot of you. days. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of days. And you're like, make it about me. So now you have tried to defend you, Sheena. I'm trying to. 
And Lala tells us we all have a lot going on. Yes, it's your wedding, and we'll all be there tomorrow to celebrate that. I mean, imagine your ex. Oh, no, she's saying this to Sheena, not to us. She goes, imagine your ex breaking up. Oh, no, imagine your ex leaving and showing up. And she Sheena goes, I have experienced that. She goes, yeah, and somebody else hooking your ex up with someone in the friend group. I was like, oh, okay. So this is all Sheena's fault still. So yeah. everyone said, this is basically, I mean, which I guess we all knew. But Lala coming in and being like, I'm not coming to your rehearsal dinner, and it's your fault because you told Schwartz to make out with Raquel. It's yeah. fucking 13 years old. My God. You're on a TV show about people hooking up and fucking. I don't think it's so crazy that the cast is like, wow, there's a single man in the group and there's a single girl in the group looking for somebody. You guys should go to casting together. But also, Sheena told, Sheena had this moment with Schwartz way before they went to Mexico. And Lala still was like, I'm going to go. I'll be at everything. So now she's conveniently using it against. Sheena, but also like that, uh, like that still doesn't explain why she didn't go to the dinner the night before. I don't know. I just feel like she's going out of her way to to make Sheena feel bad about the situation. And um, you know, Sheena is for sure being like, make it all about me, make it about me. As much as many times as Sheena says, I'm like not a bridezilla, you know. And I don't think she's a bridezilla, but she's also not a chill bride necessarily. Um, but I think Lala, I just think that Lala's not being very gracious. She's being like, you know, as a, as like surprising. a guest at a wedding, it's you know, surprising. if yeah, that makes super sense. Surprising. Yeah. Um, so Sheena's like, well, we're going to have to agree to disagree on that. She goes, yeah, that was gross. So bye. Love you. Love you. <laughs> they both say love you. Bye. So at least their friendship seems to be intact. So then now Lisa's calling the Toms cause they're still in that bedroom. That's, very, I can just tell what that bedroom smells like, and I don't like it. So uh, Lisa's like, listen, I don't want to worry you, okay? But Tom Tom burned down. Just kidding! But I want to tell you that Greg was at my house, and I did sit down with him, and uh, there's now, there's just no way that your place can open, and this isn't me, it's him. It's him saying, he said, the guys haven't been dedicated. They haven't done much. They haven't provided a drink menu. They haven't shown up. They haven't actually shown any awareness of what it's like to actually be a working human in a business. Just things like that. Now, I just want you to know that I did put him in a chest and cut him in half. And for a moment, came to Swans, everybody thought he was dead for sure. Where's the other half? But then it turned out he was put back together again. And that's what we call magic! <laughs> now come back and get your restaurant open, boys! And Sandoval's like, one of the things I was really looking forward to when opening Schwartz and Sandy's was being able to make our own decisions without being under Lisa Vanderpump. Then go to fucking work, dude. Make your yeah. drink list. Get your shit entered into the point of sale system. Do something. All you're doing is going around cheating on your girlfriend and singing terribly in a fucking cover band. You piece of you shit. Still, Go to work. You can still email in a menu. Like you can still do work from Mexico too. Like there are things you can be doing. So Lisa's like, "Well, when did you put the drink menu in then?" And Schwartz's like, "That was like three days ago." Well, I mean, I think I think it was three days ago that I gave him that cocktail napkin with the things like yellow drink, orange drink, Pepsi drink, you know. So I think gummy it's all shark. done. I remember writing down gummy shark, so. <laughs> um, and Sandoval's like, but Greg going to Lisa and talking about us defeats the purpose. So she's like, well, I've got to go. Have fun. Send Sheena my love. Has it been okay over there? And they're like, ah. What does ah mean? What does that mean? Ah. Um. Yeah, it's great. Like, Lisa, it's great. Like, uh, dude, anyways, 
I'm not a dude, okay? Actually, no, no, no. Ah, uh, sounds like the name of my perfect new restaurant. Ah. Uh, <laughs> unique. Unique Halal by Lisa Vanderpump. Uh, it's, we're exploring different foods. Question. Is Patagonian toothfish halal? Also known as sea bass. So, um, anyway, uh, so, yeah, Schwartz is like, yeah, no, dude is gender neutral, Lisa. It's totally okay. So then we go to uh, James jumping on his bed and riding it like a surfboard and then checking out his body in the mirror. So he's up to, he's happy. <laughs> James acts like somebody in a book who was like really fat for a long time. I, I did read this book. I don't remember the name of the book, but it was so good. It was this lady, and she was really, really big for a long time. And she was an actor, and she could never get ahead. And then she saved up all her money, and she was also dumped by a guy, of course. And then she found um, this doctor, and he totally took all of the weight off and made her beautiful, like stunningly beautiful. And then she became... um, a star of a TV show like Charlie's Angels type of show. I love Chicklet. Okay, love it. I know that shocks everybody. Anyway, that's how James acts. Like he has just come out and seen his body for the first time. He's like, "Look at me! I'm gorgeous! I'm gorgeous!" <laughs> yeah, like the the surf the surfing on the bed was very funny because it's like the first time he's been in a hotel. He's like, "Look at this! They've got beds here too! Amazing!" So um, now that everyone's gathering for the rehearsal dinner, and then Schwartz goes up to Raquel and sort of does like a sheepish wave, and she waves back, and then he does like a high five to her, and they sort of like slow it down to be like, high five. And Sheena's like, okay, so like everywhere, like we're going to like sit here, honey, and like I'm going to go like help everyone else get situated, and we're like sitting around the hibachi, everyone. Come on to the hibachi, guys. So they all go in. And of course, Schwartz sits next to Raquel, and he, and, um, and they're like, oh my god, James and Allie are coming. Do you guys want to swap? And so Schwartz is like, yeah, I'll sit there. So there's a buffer. You know, there's a buffer between Raquel and James. So James and Allie come, and James is all pissed to start, you know? And so they sit at this Benihana table, and there's a there's a little chicken formed out of rice there. And Raquel's like, <laughs> yes. oh my god, it's oh my god, it's like Lala. She's too chicken to come to dinner. Takes a picture of it. So then cut to Katie, Christina, and Lala sitting in, like, the lobby bar, <laughs> just, like, not very far from the restaurant, just sitting there drinking. And La- and they're talking about how Katie's birthday is coming up. And Lala's like, oh, that should be – that's what we should be celebrating. It was a weird day. But getting off the property is going to be, like – that's going to be, like, a money move, getting off this property. It'll be a total money move. I'm like, yeah, it's what you, it's what you guys should have been doing a lot this entire time. But it's also another case. It's also another case. Like, how many episodes has there been now where these three are like, we are going to have the best night tonight, you guys. (laughs) And they always announce how fun it's going to be, and it's always fucking lame. And it's just another announcement. Like, deciding to get off the property, money moves. Tonight is finally going to be a good night. It's never going to happen, okay? (laughs) You're still in the lot. They're, like, in that lobby bar for, like, three hours (laughs) waiting to go. Waiting to piss them off, you know? They're like, yeah, we're so going off property. Can't wait till people see us sitting here and try and start something with us. And Lala saying, yeah, your birthday is what we really should be celebrating. I'm like, I'm like... You know, look, it's fine. I've definitely gone to weddings from like, ugh. But, um, like, don't, again, don't act like you're just like 
right there for Sheena. Like you're her, her, like your bestie. You're there to support her through thick and thin. And then you're like shit talking the fact that there even is a wedding in the first place. I don't know. Yeah. I just the, the disingenuousness of it is, really is bothering me this episode. So back at Hibachi, Schwartz is like, I'm going to have to have a talk with Katie at some point today, I guess. And she's like, yeah, your ex-wife. And he's like, yeah. She goes, I mean, I feel like I'm in the doghouse like more than you're in the doghouse. And he's like, God, yeah, you know why? Because we're anti-establishment. We're rock and roll. By the way, Schwartz literally does not have to have a conversation with Katie. And that's not an anti-Katie sentiment. That's more of a anti um, Schwartz being stupid because like Schwartz saying that he needs to have a talk with Katie is only so that way he can repair his image. It's not to make sure that she feels better. So, um, James is basically like, well, you know what? So, all right. So you made out with Peter Schwartz and there's Tom and like, who else can you make out with? Like who else is in our friend group that you can make out with? And Raquel is like, I'm just like trying to have like a little fun and goes, Oh yeah, we'll live a little. Yeah. It's just funny. Like you can't, you can't find your own people. Like it had to be Schwartz and Peter and like all these little people here. Like why you have to do that? Six, uh, these are the people that are around me in my life, which I, I get what James is saying. Like, Oh, so now you have to dip into my friends. Why do you have to like, well, hello, you used Kristen to get on this show. Yeah. And you had no problem <laughs> being on the show with all of her friends once you broke up. You're not really in yeah. the place to make this judgment, sir. That's true. So, um, yeah, James is like, I just think you're like a little bit lost, but it has like nothing to do with me. So, like, it's just funny. Like, cause every time I look over, you guys are having like a conversation in the corner. And like, it's obvious, you know, chemistry. And like, stop lying to yourself, mate. Like, have the fucking balls. Have the fucking balls to make out with us. And I can yell at him and be like, why are you making out with her? And he's like, but if there was chemistry, I would man up and say it. I mean, have we ever touched each other, Raquel? Have we ever had one romantic moment besides last night? And James is like, shut up! And Raquel <laughs> says, well, it's been very flirty. I mean, it has been flirty. And, you know, Tom's just basically doing to her what he probably will do to everybody in his life, which is act really charming and act like he likes you and get you all worked up into him and then treat you like crap. And that's how he keeps you yeah. coming back. You know? And notably, at this point, because in, an, in anticipation of James and Allie joining at the Hibachi, uh, Raquel and Tom switch seats. So now Raquel is in between both Toms, which is really a visual a visual for this show. So, um, so now Raquel, though, is starting to question whether or not there's really a future for her and Tom Schwartz because she's basically saying, well, there's not like a lot of... It's like, I thought there was chemistry between us, but now he's minimizing it and just giving me high fives. It's a little heartbreaking. I'm like, yeah, that's called trying to have any sort of relationship with Tom Schwartz. Yeah. So James is like, listen, I just had to say it once to you. Like, I see you making out with all the guys in the group. I mean, after we were engaged, I mean, we were together for five years and you're making out with all these guys. And she's like, well, we were together for five years and then in three weeks you have a new girlfriend. So I was like, oh, point Raquel. Also, you fucked Lala. You don't get to come, like, that's one of the big jokes of the season is you and Lala admitting, oh yeah, that whole time we fucked. So, you're not allowed to, and I hate that I'm having to stick up for Raquel, but fucking James, like, who are you? You don't get to say this to anybody, you know? Lazy I don't care how season. much Raquel sucks. <laughs> the lazy season Truly. to spin. I mean, it's like ten times an episode where I'm like, God, why am I standing up for this person? I know. Mm, it's like, I feel like the next scene I'm going to be defending Lala. I'll be like, how dare someone say that to Lala? <laughs> I like, I already well, had, like, my Lala plate that's now moving along. All I can say is I love to look for science in this. And Raquel is between the two Toms. And she's also sitting, sitting right in front of the little fire alarm pole. 
which I thought was really <laughs> funny. So um, James is like, oh, well, guess what? I do have a girlfriend. You know, I did have a girlfriend. And it's like, I've never loved anyone more in my life. It's like the most in love I've ever been, been in my whole life. So it's amazing. It's amazing. She goes, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sure, James. I'm sure. And he goes, yeah, I don't, have, I don't think I was ever in love with you. Thank God we never got married. Remember when you gave me that flower, Ali? Remember? If only Ali were here to see how much I love her. Um, I'm right here, James. Oh, shut up. I'm not talking to you right now. Shut up. (laughs) So now Ali, uh, so Ali decides to leave. This, again, classic Ali move. She just leaves in the middle of scenes. And she goes over to the lobby to hang out with Lala and Christina and and Katie. And uh, she's like, hi. And and then, uh, oh, she said she's going to do that. And James like, don't let them kidnap you. So, uh, by the way, did you notice the mass amounts of bottles of Class Azul in the background? Of course, now I see them everywhere after a Real Housewives Ultimate Girls trip. Uh, uh, so she goes down to the lobby, and uh, everyone's like, you're that cute, you're that cute, you're that cute, you're that cute. And so Christina's like, how's dinner over there? And she's like, it was fine. Once we sat down and I had a drink and accepted the situation for what it was. It's like, oh, sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> He sounds like the one for you, Allie. You should definitely stay in this relationship. So Lala's like, but how is that? Like hibachis? Where the table flunk? Where the table flunk? And she goes, yeah. By the way, sign that Lala does not like Allie. That she's trying to make conversation about what the hibachi table was like. (laughs) Well, she's just asking her where everybody's sitting. Basically, right? Yeah. So Allie's like, yeah, I mean, it was me, then James, then Schwartz, then Raquel. And James is comes in. He's like, hello, I brought you food since you didn't have dinner. Look look deep into my eyes. Now kiss me. Kiss me hard. Kiss me hard. Can the woman have fucking five minutes away from you, dude? Seriously. So now the other dinner is ending. So people are starting to trickle into the lobby. So they've been they've been sitting there for the duration of a dinner. And um, so now Sandoval's at the bar and Schwartz is coming up. So Lala's like, we got to get out of here. we got to get out of here. So um, they're, like, are, they're like leaving. And Schwartz is like, Katie, Katie. And Lala's like, no, stop it. She's very upset. And Katie's like, he is fucked up so many times. And he's fucked up for the last time. I am going to divorce that man. It's like, oh, you actually already did, which is the good news. You know what's funny is this when she, when Allie said, I, I'm going to go see Lala and Katie before they leave for dinner. I didn't realize they were still in the hotel in the lobby. So the hotel lobby. Yeah. I know you realized it earlier, but I didn't realize it. And so no, at first I didn't think it was the hotel. When Allie comes in and we find out they're in the hotel lobby, I was like, you fucking losers. You fucking losers. You were acting like, Oh yeah, we don't need that. We're going out to have our independent night. And you're literally sitting right outside the restaurant, just trying to start some shit. You guys are the saddest, saddest that I've seen in a long time. So now people come out so they get to start drama. And then Katie gets to be all offended at Schwartz as if she wasn't sitting there waiting to see Schwartz and be all offended. (laughs) I can't. These people are all fucking ridiculous. So Schwartz is like, this is such a silly thing. And Lala's like, it's not a silly thing. And Katie's just like watching. And no, like, Lala didn't say that. Oh, she said, no? it's not a silly thing. Sorry. Oh, okay, go ahead. <laughs> and Katie is like, he looks like a sweaty pig right now. I'm like, well, that is true. And Lala's like, well, again, guess what? You look snatched. 
So now, uh, now they go to this cave bar. The lobby people have got now that they've gotten the gossip from the hibachi, they can move on to their actual dinners. They go to this cave bar off. They off actually campus. go to a cave, which is actually the only place anyone in this cast has the possibility of finding someone that could fit in on this cast. So <laughs> good move, first good move I've seen you guys make. <laughs> hey, this is where they all went to school in a cave. So James is like, uh, Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> so, uh, they're like, James, you look so good with two girls. Welcome. Welcome to girls. Not James. And, uh, Lala's like, can like, I DJ? Yeah. I want to be into cave and all. Can I, can I, <laughs> anybody get, uh, I'm going to play oh, something yeah, on my phone. All right. All right. <laughs> I just played a cave. Right. I just played a cave. <laughs> all right. James, James, DJ, James Kennedy, deep earth. Coming soon. <laughs> I just played cave cella. So, um, so they sit down and Allie's like, I feel like Lala should be at the head of the table for some reason. So she's clearly trying to get into Allie's good. I mean, Lala's good graces. Right. So, um, Lala's like, Oh my God. Thanks. So James is like, so how was like, how, let me tell you about dinner. I mean, it was like literally like a quadruple date, a quadruple date of stupid, stupid people. And Katie's Katie's like, like, so Tom and Raquel are, dating now and he's like well i'm pretty sure raquel was the hotsbury was that what he said what was this word i wrote question I'm mark pretty sure Hardsbury? that she has the hots for him oh but i, wrote, I like and i'm pretty sure hotsbury. raquel was the hotsbury it's very british it's like that's a Brit- that's like a british curse she's a she's a stupid hotsbury <laughs> i mean she's trying to do something down there isn't she and katie's like i want to light them both on fucking fire <laughs> lala goes i have just I'm and James goes, same. <laughs> Holy fuck. What he did crossed every line, and there's no coming back from this. I've sat them both down, tears in my eyes. And uh, Katie, she's like, please, guys, one fucking request. You've been drunk imbeciles. And so uh, <laughs> the food arrives, and James is, so they're, they're like, yeah, they're just sort of like commiserating and how awful Tom and Raquel are and everything. And James is, then James has like this weird moment where he's like eating and he's like, I need to get some beauty rest tonight. And he like puckers his face. Like he's one of these, he's sort of like something going on with James, something going on with James on this, on this trip. What do you mean? He just is like, uh, he's very like up and down. He's like, he's little. Coke. So okay. then, um, is, that, is that what you're asking? If he's totally coked out this whole time? Of course. Yeah, I was sort of, so, it's sort of, I was getting that vibe. <laughs> of course. So then, um, wouldn't you be? I would be. I would be at this wedding and be like, yes! And I'd be screaming at somebody in the back and then making out with somebody in the next second. So, um, God, I love weddings. Okay, so Christina's like, so, oh, wait, there's a food question I have first. And I admit, I'm an imbecile, but I just have to ask. James goes, are those prawns? And Katie goes, no, they're shrimp. Aren't prawns shrimp? So I think yes and no. I think that I think that like oh, in God, England, it's one of those a yes and a no, isn't it? It's a yes and a no. Listen, friend of rules is a show of subtlety, subtlety in gray areas. <laughs> I think that in England, uh, prawn like shrimp are referred to as prawns, but I think in America, shrimp are shrimp, and prawns are like like they're almost like bigger. There's like they're just like bigger shrimp. 
And uh, I'm sure they may have like some sort of like a uh, different genus and classification or whatever. But um, I think that when James said, are those prawns? He probably meant, are those shrimp? And Katie said, no, they're shrimp. And that was probably left in there as like a subtle wink to people who picked up on that. Like you did. Wow. Well, thanks for making me feel like I just got winked yeah. at. Yeah. Welcome it's to Shrimpopedia. So Lala <laughs> is like, meanwhile, Lala's like, yeah, you know what? I knew the weather was going to be like down here because the Don was here last week. I'm like, oh, congratulations on your inside track on weather. Um, <laughs> from the Dom, from the Dom, and so we get another one of her spring flashbacks, which I don't need to listen. It's like how many times you need to go to SeaWorld? <laughs> okay, I don't need another orca show. I'm done. So she starts talking about this because Christina, of course, is bored as hell with these people, and she's like, "So what are you wearing to the wedding, Lala?" And she's like, "Um, is it too informal to wear a suit jacket?" Uh, over shorts and she goes but it's so hot you're gonna be okay with that at the wedding it's gonna be so fun you're gonna take pictures you should take pictures <laughs> send me pictures tag me how about this oh you know it'd be funny it'd be like the parent trap sort of how about i wear a suit jacket over my shoulders and i'll just go there i'll go to the wedding and i'll just tell everyone tell everyone i'm you and that yeah. way you can hang out with katie but i'll be at the wedding i'll just be like hi everybody i just squirted <laughs> <laughs> so i'll be like hey i'm a i'm a i'm a boss bitch and use a use a hoe, and use use a hoe. Oh god! Right. So when they bring up the dom, James asks who that is, and Lala's like, "A boy, some man, have a sis." And then we see the clip, and Lala's like, "Yeah." And I had sex for the first time in a really long time. I told him the dicks got me discombobulated right now. And Katie goes, "Um, not discombobulated, dicks combobulated." James is like, "Oh no, you did not." Oh, no, you did not. That was hilarious. That was hilarious. I actually kind of liked it. I'm not going to lie, Ronnie. I kind of liked the wordplay. Well, that was kind of a an us thing to say to each other, isn't it? I, well, it was very. It was actually very Samantha on Sex and City. Discombobulated. More like dicks. Dicks combobulated. I would have called. I would have said dick combobulated, not dicks combobulated. Oh. So That's then we go back to dreams, <laughs> and we're in Sheena, Sheena Brock's room for a party. Like, the girls are, like, af- not party partying, but, like, after partying, sitting on the couches and stuff. And they're talking about Sheena's dress, and, you know, has Brock seen the dress yet? And Sheena goes, you guys, oh, God, you guys. I know, I've been wearing my wedding band a while now because I've been married a while, a while now. And they're like, what, Sheena? And she tells <laughs> us, I'm such an open book. It was, like, so hard to keep this secret. <laughs> I love how she- I love how she managed to compliment herself while she describes that she's doing this. I'm, like, such an open book. Like, one thing that's great about me is, like, what you see is what you get. But it was really hard to keep this lie. So she says, well, when, like, his investor's visa, like, needed to get changed. And, like, like I wanted him to get, like, a green card. Because, actually, more because I was, like, really into this, like, moment of wearing green a lot. So I was like, you can match with your card. And then we also have a baby together. And we like to put the baby in green, too. And, like, we literally have been, like, we're going to be together forever. And, like, we literally said, like, a couple of words. And, like, signed a paper. And, like, now we're, like, been married now. Nah, you guys, like, it's actually our one-year anniversary this week. And Ariana's like, you know what? So many people, like, get married just because they want the wedding. But, like, you guys have been living like marriage. But then you're having a wedding. And that's, like, icing on the cake. And she's like, yeah, because I'm an open book. It's like an open book marrying a hot guy. It's like an open book with icing on it. Have you ever had that? 
So <laughs> she was like, yeah, we got married for us, okay? Because we did this because we want a life together. Like, we have a baby together. We have, like, a very important vlog together that focuses on wall climbing, okay? And, like, it didn't matter that it was done for 100 people or four people. But ideally, we were hoping for about 230 people. I wish we got a clip of them getting married in the bathroom of, of James's engagement party in Santa Barbara or wherever the hell that was, Palm Springs, wherever that was. <laughs> that's, that's my my cousin is getting married at that estate in June. <laughs> I'm going to oh, be really? going there. Yes. <laughs> I just wanted to hear a good, I do, and then like a toilet flush behind me. That's <laughs> so cool you're going to get to go there. I'm Who's going. getting married? My cousin, cousin. My cousin. My cousin McLean. So we're going. I love it. Love the name. Yeah. McLean. Look at that. Surprise. I didn't even know you had a cousin McLean. I have a cousin McLean. It. Is it I a, a girl or a guy? It's a guy. It's a boy. Oh, well, hot. A That's a hot and name, McLean. Hot. Is he hot? Yeah. Yeah, he is hot. You know, we're happy for McLean. So he's getting married. Up. I'm going to break him up. I want to be with someone named McLean. McLean but they are, <laughs> Well, the the, uh, the wedding is happening at that vineyard that james and raquel had their engagement party at so like sort of like castle or whatever so yeah, i'll keep huh. my eye out for any sort of evidence of of ne'er-do-wellism from the from the band of pump rules at i love it so brock yeah. brock comes back to the room and he's like oh, i'm exhausted how long are you guys gonna be around here my like, god she's fine we'll leave god <laughs> so um uh sheena also sheena uh, it's like, by the way, um, Raquel, like, I, I hear you don't want to walk with shorts down the aisle anymore. And Ariana's like, please show them why. And so Raquel says, as a pageant girl emeritus and as a model, maybe never was, a walk down in uh, any runway slash aisle is very important. And then we see that, like, when they were trying to walk down the aisle, of course, Schwartz, like, couldn't even walk down an aisle properly. <laughs> he couldn't even manage that. It's like task. being a little kid, like trying to be hilarious. And she goes, and Joey's a good walker, so I'm going to do it with him. And then we see Joey walking. How is Joey any better? Joey's walking with like fake swag. It's like, you know how you look like one of your legs is kind of limping? Like you're dragging one of your legs and his arm is, one arm is swinging. I was like, oh, okay. I think that he could function. Are you in a walk. DJ James Kennedy video? Like, who are you right now? I think the fact that he was not doing a Mr. Bean bit is what really just sealed the deal for him. Like, it's like just, he's just able to kind of walk in a relatively normal way. <laughs> so then they leave. And then the next day, guys and girls' rooms, everybody's getting ready for the wedding. And Sheena's like, Ariana, are you flogging me right now? Because I'm about to pop a bottle. A drink will really take the edge off right now, YouTube. What do you think? Tell me in the comments below. <laughs> like and subscribe to this bottle of champagne. Hey, you know what? It's like crazy to think that like back like to the morning, like the days leading up to like my first wedding with like Shay, and like because like I had like such a massive pit in my stomach, but I think it's because I accidentally ate an entire peach. And then like I just like I thought that was normal. I thought that's like what you do. And like everyone gets cold feet or nerves or something like that, like before you make a lifelong commitment. But like, like that, but now I know that like that's not what it's supposed to feel like. I'm just like, I just feel so lucky to be this happy. I am like so happy right now. Well, you're also a lot calmer because before you thought of it a life, as a lifelong commitment, and then you got divorced, and now you realize it's not really a lifetime commitment if you don't want it to be. I mean, you should be less nervous the second time around. Yeah. I feel like divorce should calm you down for as many weddings as you're willing to have in the future. Good for you. Yeah, or just make you deeply paranoid, <laughs> give you huge trust issues. Who knows? So, um, uh, so now the girls, everyone's just like to make up. 
and then guys are drinking out of shoes and stuff. And Sheena's like, back in 2014, I got so much shit for my crop top dress. And we have a flashback of her being like, thank you. And the, the famous moment where she goes, I wear crop tops all the time. Like, that's kind of like my thing. That's so like, like my why thing. would I wear that's a wedding dress? That's kind of like my thing. <laughs> crop tops are my thing. <laughs> Sorry, I just spilled soda all over my. Yeah, what happened over there? Oh God, I, I can't believe you. I can't believe you like you spilled on Gina's wedding. Oh God, I don't even have a napkin in here. Can I wipe it with my shirt? Like a five-year-old. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like yeah, it's like so crazy. Like crop tops are my thing, Aunt Dee. And like we heard the mention of Aunt Dee, who made her that crop top wedding dress. Yeah. And um, Peter is looking like a mess and takes a seat. And then we see James. James is with Lala and Allie. And then Katie and Christina are in their room, trying not to be bitter. They're in like bathrobes. And Christina's like. I think it's hilarious we're right outside their wedding. And Katie's like, yeah, everyone's outside their wedding because their wedding's like in the middle of the resort. <laughs> and Christina goes, if she was smart, she'd have a, like a really good seating chart put together. But like poor Allie keeps getting stuck next to Raquel, though. I'm like, well, that one you can blame on the producers. That's, that's a producer thing for sure. <laughs> so then Katie is like, she's like, yeah, well, the wedding party usually sits next to each other, and, like, Raquel and Schwartz will be sat next to each other. Like, so, like, let the two new lovebirds have their time. Great. Uh, it's like, yeah, well, I guess we're going to have to see how it goes. And so we get romantic tinkles as the wedding begins, and then people start walking down the aisle, and Christina's like, you want me to go down there and scoop it out? I mean, I can go out <laughs> on the balcony and just, just watch. Look at it. And Katie's like, I mean, if you want to. I mean, I... Oh, look, I found some opera glasses for us. Where did these come from? Let's go out to the balcony and watch. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, look, I'm just kind of curious on my own, because, like, I want to see, like, how she walks out. Like, just come with me, just to pee. Katie's like, quick. what if they can see us, though? <laughs> she, and Katie's like, is that them? Is that them? And so we're seeing more of the procession, and Raquel's walking with Joey and everything, and Katie's like, Joey's hey, hot as fuck. Joey Who's is so Joey? Hot. Joey is the fake sand, I'm sorry, the fake Schwartz from early this season, Oh, God, yeah. okay. He's yeah, hot. He is, he is he no is so Schwartz. Hot. Like, that's the real that. reason why Raquel switched it up, you know? He is hot. So now, Katie, that's who you ruin someone's life over, okay? Yeah. That man. Now, that yeah. man ruin a life over, okay? <laughs> Jeez. So Katie's Katie's watching Raquel with that with Joey, and she's like, "That doesn't look like Schwartz. He's not wa- walking like Schwartz would. He doesn't have toilet paper stuck to his shoe and his shirt's tucked in. I don't think it's Schwartz, <laughs> unless he got a haircut." Katie says. So then Brock is like, "Summer, hello, summer. Oh my god!" And Summer Moon is so cute. Adorable. And she has she's supposed to be the flower girl, but she's so little. And so the mom just picks her up and puts her on the lap, and then she just throws. Then a she flat. throws she it. Throws a bunch of. She's a disruptor. Petals. She's a disruptor she, to all the flower girl conventions. Is a disruptor. Yes, you go, Summer Moon. She's so cute. She's really adorable. I think it's because it was like the combination of seeing that super hot fucking guy walking. Rick down the aisle and then sing a baby that I was like, oh my god, life is worth it. Maybe love is worth it. Maybe this could all happen. And then I just started crying through the rest of this wedding. All, all you, you needed was like a little baby elephant to come walking up on the beach. 
This so, was like the um, cutest fucking thing. And then Sheena I, starts walking down the aisle with Jorah Depardieu. I was like, oh my God. And then someone yells out, it's picture perfect. And then it cuts immediately to Katie and Christina in their robes on the balcony looking at it. Like Christina's so, like, this is actually like beautiful. Katie goes, yeah, makes me want to cry. And I'm glad they're not being bitter. Because I thought this scene was going to be them being horrible. I thought and they were I was fun, like, yeah. wow, Katie's totally turned, uh, Katie's totally turned a corner and I'm sure she's going to stay that way the whole episode. So then Brock is crying and I'm crying and then the veil is blowing in the wind and they're like, oh my God, veil, who invited you to this wedding? Get in here, girl! (laughs) Do we take the veil off? Do we take the veil off? Do we take the veil off? Do we take? Okay, everyone, I put up a poll on my Insta. Should I take the the veil off? <laughs> I if put you can all go too. onto your phones. I put, should you? we take this off? Internet poll, flog this, flog this. <laughs> hey, smash that like button and vote. <laughs> Everyone's on the. We're so dumb. So Sheena's like, my first wedding, I was so worried about everything going right that I didn't even notice that it was the wedding that was wrong in the first place. And this time I could be in the Sir Alley during gay pride getting married and I wouldn't even care. <laughs> so that they have vows and Brock is like, Sheena, you are my friend, my my passion, my drive, and my true north. And the love that I have for you overflows my cup. And I know you are the one because when we hold each other and I hold you in my arms, the world fades away and our souls embrace. And then oh, our no. souls chug some beers. I like he pulls out his vest and she goes, Oh my god, yours are shorter than mine. His is like a little fortune cookie. It's just like <laughs> Sheena, I knew you was the one for me, because you don't mind when I fought in bed. <laughs> hey, <but> your turn. <laughs> um who would have thought that the man who slid into my DMs three years ago would turn out to be the most incredible partner and father and climbing wall vlogger videotaper I could ever <laughs> ask for. I mean, you really understand white balance. (laughs) (laughs) It takes a real man not to just do auto, okay? To do manual white balance. (laughs) And she's like, but you and Summer are like my only people in the middle. (laughs) And I'm like, ah! I was crying. I feel so stupid. Were you really? Yes! I was. I, I cried. Crying. I actually. I have a I have general to... rule not to cry at second weddings. First of all, but man, I cried. I don't know why. That's, you know, I have to say, it actually looked like a pretty good wedding weekend. Like I think that like we like the the part that big party night looked really fun. The dinners all looked pretty good. Like it looked it was it looked like a really good weekend. Yeah. So Katie is like, uh, then Katie Katie's like, well, I think we have to get ready for dinner. And Christina's like, I mean, that was that was very beautiful. Do you want to go back out on the balcony? We can look at it some more. I think I may. Yeah. You know what? Maybe we'll go downstairs and look at it in person. I want to throw the rice from up here, but I don't want to hurt anybody. She's like, you really did get rice, you fucking bitch. <laughs> so Katie's like, I mean, weddings are beautiful. <sighs> I love weddings, just not that one. I was like, well, you tried being a decent human being for about 30 <laughs> seconds. Uh, so Christina's like, I guess we have an hour to get ready. I just have one option, though, and I think you're going to laugh. It's a white dress. So and Katie's like, is that the only thing you have? She goes, the only thing I'll wear, bitch. Katie goes. Christina's like changing <laughs> the end of this here. I know. Katie's like, you and Sheena are matching. Christina's like, yeah. That's why I kind of made a thing about that you would laugh because it's like that's the whole point. 
set its fight like Sheena. You didn't have to actually articulate what the joke no, was, Katie. It's, yeah, but like it's funny. I get it. Do you do? It's cool. Yeah, I get it. You totally you know, get it? Yeah, I get it. Like you totally think, do you, is it like haha funny or like just like funny funny? Um, I don't know. But you know what I think would be really fun? With I'm going to put on this white dress and then I'm going to Sheena's wedding. Wouldn't that be hilarious if I did that? <laughs> so we go to Lala, James, and Allie, and uh, Lala's like, so Alice, does that give you the wedding bugs? And she goes, well, I mean, yeah, it was beautiful. She goes, yeah, that wedding was stunning. Stunning. <laughs> stunning. She definitely said stunning. And so J- and so then Allie's, um, they're ask- Lala's asking how James would do it, or Allie asks. And James like, I don't know how to do it. I know I'm very creative. And Lala's like, well, you wanted to do it in Palm Springs Desert before. And so James gets all mad. She's like, what? Oh, like, because you had that in your mind for like a sec, you know? And James like, well, that was my last relationship, but this is a completely new one. Okay, we're not going to do Palm Springs. For this one, we're going to do Palm Desert. Palm Desert. She's like, am I triggering you? And he's like, well, hopefully it will be our idea one day. Me and this person here. Me and, me and uh, Raquel, the second Raquel. Maybe it'll be ours. And Ali's like, yeah. And so James tells us, if it's not a dig, I'll tell you this. It's like one of my number one hits. It's a stupid thing to say. Lala. <laughs> right? But, you know, she's still, like, butthurt in some way. Like, how it didn't work out for me. La, 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 la. Like, I don't even get into it. La, la, we already know. So now um, Raquel and Schwartz are just, like, walking around. And Schwartz is like, oh, I got into big trouble. Oh, she said, more or less, I don't ever want to talk to you ever again. And then we see Katie's texts, which were like, I hate you. Never speak to me again. The one fucking thing. Both are trash. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. I kind of hate and anger. I feel for you. You can't even imagine. <laughs> yes, I never want to speak to you again. Of course, Katie, this is like a tequila. This is a good old fashioned tequila Katie text, which I love yeah. because she says she never wants to speak you, to you again, but she says it in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine different texts, hoping that you'll text back once. You know what I mean? When you're like, bloop, and I'll just wait to see if he texts back. Oh, really? He's not texting back again? Okay, never speak to me again then i never want to speak to you again and here's my follow-up text to reassert that (laughs) (laughs) and i know if we saw the timestamps on this shit those would be like two to three minutes apart each (laughs) while she's just waiting for him to text her back uh i've got i felt like thrilling to get like a little little piece of tequila katie back so uh (laughs) just because it's you know before she became self-conscious, she used to unleash Tequila Katie all the time. And it was such a chaotic craziness. Yes. So, so uh, yeah, he's like, uh, she, Raquel's trying to flirt, and he's talking about Katie, you know, just typical. And he's like, yeah, well, I don't think she means that she won't talk to me again. I mean, I hope she doesn't mean it. And she's like, well, I mean, it's not like we're a couple or anything. Oh, speaking of, I hope you don't have hard feelings about the last-minute switch of walking. It's just because in rehearsal, your walking skills run up to my standards. And then so he starts walking funny again. And she's like, oh, my God, so elegant. Ha, 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 ha. 
He's also, like, there was a much hotter... though, about Katie. Oh my God, I haven't seen Katie since. Oh, she's gonna give me a look. I know the look she's gonna give me. I almost want to go up and meet her with her. I gotta get to Katie. It's like, ah, fail, Raquel, fail. <laughs> what were we gonna say? Yeah, no, I was gonna say when she said like, oh, sorry, your skills weren't up to my walking skills weren't up to my standards, and also I found a much hotter version of you. <laughs> so uh, I went back to the that guy model. is not any version of Schwartz. I don't see what anybody is talking about. Schwartz could never. Joey wins every um, every argument. Joey wins. Joey, Joey bring Joey wins. onto the cast. Yes. So there's just more wedding stuff. There's like a first dance. Uh, Sheena's basically like. By the way, did you see Walter in the background of one of these scenes? No. There was. I think it was the scene where they were talking about. Um, I think it was the scene where they're talking about James's wedding, potential wedding. Walter was just in the background, just talking. I was like, "There's Walter." Oh, that's cute. I didn't know they went. Yeah, so Sheena's uh, like, um, everyone I want is here. Like, witnessing this moment with us. It could not be more perfect. I don't even know what word to use to describe this feeling right now. Enchiladas! Yeah, I think that was it. That was the word. Um, I think it's so funny that she did the dirty dancing thing for the yes. for her wedding. It's just so Sheena, you know? For them to do the dance and then he lifts her up and she's balancing her stomach with her arms out and then firework things go off <laughs> besides them and then Sandoval's like, well, I'll take off my sunglasses for that. God, would you <laughs> fuck out of here, dude. It's nighttime. What are you wearing your sunglasses for? You fucking poser. So then Sheena's like, I don't even know what words to use right now. Corner, it's all happening. <laughs> I think I'll have one of each of the prom cocktails. So, so now we go back to Katie and Christina. <laughs> so now they're at a restaurant. I think this may have even been the restaurant it's that everyone went to. Right? <laughs> well, it's that it's not like that resort living where there's three restaurants and you got to go from one to the next to the next, yes. and they all have mediocre food. Yes. So um, they're sitting there, and Christina's checking to see if Lala. Oh, hold on, let me see if Lala texted. She didn't text. Wait, hold on. Yeah. Probably not. She still hasn't texted. Yeah. Just check again. Go ahead. Why don't you check? Okay, okay. Okay. Uh, She hasn't done it. Wait, 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 wait. I'm telling you. She didn't text. Sorry. Yeah. Well, she's she's probably having fun, which, I mean, I guess is good. It's not like she's not going to have fun. And Christina's like, yeah, it's our last night. And Katie Mm -hmm. goes, are you sad? And Christina's like... I'm going to miss waking up with you and, like, getting room service. At the end of the day, you get nothing for nothing. If you, like, knew how the trip was going to go, would you still come on the trip? And Katie's like, no. Like, well, that's nice. Glad Christina took moments out of her gardening life to be here for you. (laughs) Well, I just, I just, I mean, it's, it's kind of funny because, you know, a lot of people have been like, you know, during the hotel debate, everyone's like, guys, you know, like, this is the cast trip. Katie, of course, Katie had to be there. It's like, yes, Katie had to be there. But also, Katie ha- had to anticipate that it was just going to be just like a shit sandwich just thrown at her face, right? Like, <laughs> like so now she's like, no, I wouldn't have come if I had realized that. It's like, well, it's like you've been on the show for 10 years, and you know it's always going to be high drama on this cast trips. So, so then uh, someone throws some flame on the hibachi, and the fire goes and Tom Schwartz is right behind it. Speaking, and here is the shit sandwich. The shit sandwich has arrived. <laughs> I the love that he got a arrived. fire entrance. That was so funny. It's like, what? He's like, hi. <laughs> hi, guys. So this guy, this guy, what is he doing here? He does not have to be here. Like, she is so agitated. She is so angry. 
rightfully so, and then he's going to come in and just, like... You don't know what he's doing? He's coming to make Katie look like a bitch on national TV. Again, that's what he does. Of course. He pulls her right into looking like a total asshole, and then she falls into it every single time. Although this time... Actually, I don't think she falls into this time. I'm not going to go down the Katie looks like an asshole point, because it is nice to see Katie actually get a chance to tell his stupid ass off. Yeah, I actually think that Katie did not look like an asshole in this this situation. No, I'm just uh, saying... My question was, like, rhetorical, because it's like, of course he's coming here to make her look bad to make him look good and her look bad exactly and it's like he's not coming here for like to be a good like a like a good like ex-husband or anything like that no so he, he's like oh hi i just want to say hi for a sec and christina's like um how did you know we were here and he's like well i was creeping around for a second and then he's like crows said in here in here he's like crows led me through a dark fog <laughs> And this is where I ended up. Whoa, this looks delicious. And he takes a piece of the sushi and eats it. And Katie One of their has, pieces of sushi. Katie has that hate look in her eyes. And she's like, why aren't you at the wedding? And he's like, I just wanted to say hi. I mean, I didn't want there to be any weird tension or anything. And Katie's like, I think we're way past that. And he goes, how far are we past? How far? How far? Is it like Valley to Encino? Or is it like West Hollywood to like Malibu? Like how far? <laughs> It is literally Marina Del Rey to any place in Los Angeles that far. <laughs> so uh, he's like, well, look, we know we've been divorced for seven months. Like, what does it matter? What does it matter? So here he is coming here under the guise of making things right and already coming at her, you know? And Christina's like, I mean, you know what it, what it matters. I'll tell you what it matters. Uh, Katie, uh, I've done my part. You have to say the rest of the sentence. And Katie's like, well... We've had this conversation, and you promised you would never do that. And you also promised for months that you would never do that. And then you did that in the most humiliating public way towards me, and I'm done with you disrespecting me, Stans Bornak. And he's like, I didn't realize everyone was watching. (laughs) Which, of course, he was being cheered the whole time. And Christina says, how did you not realize you were around all your friends, Tom? And he's like, I was caught up in the moment. And Katie says, I hope it's worth it, because we're done. No friendship, no amicability. I didn't have any hatred for you, but now I do. No sandwiches from you. It's something about her. I'm telling you that right now. Do not come to me looking for free carbs. Yeah. My restaurant's going to be called something about her slash something not about him. So uh, then she goes, well, that sucks for you. <laughs> and so Idiot. Katie's this fucking guy. And by God. the way, I feel like it should have been no friendship, no amicability since the start, personally. So Katie's like, I have zero desire to talk to this shell of a man that I used to love. And so Schwartz is like, you know... It sucks that you're holding on to so much toxicity and negativity that you caused, Schwartz. <laughs> that, like you, but you created the toxicity and negativity. Well, she kind of helped with the whole like Raquel, someone who she she's didn't prime even for like. It. But I think in this moment she's right, so I'll stick with she's her. She's hundred percent right in this situation. So she's yeah. like, Tom, I thought you genuinely cared about me and my feelings and keeping this amicable and. Schwartz is like, this is exhausting. I'm not going to lie. Which I have to say to both of you, 
It is. You've yeah. always been fucking exhausting. You're both horrible. This couple's terrible. You've been yes. a terrible couple, and you've been terrible people individually and together. I'm done watching you. Go away now, please. Please. Go somewhere else, okay? Both of you go plant yourselves somewhere else and grow beautiful gardens off of my television. You you get the same as Joe Gorga and Teresa Judice to me. Go. Just go now. We're done. Yeah. We're done here. Check, please. So Katie's like, Tom didn't just burn the bridge between us. He nuked it. And I'm like, that's 100% true. But also, anytime like I know people who break up, and they, they always go through this pattern, trying to be friends afterwards, and then it, it always goes terribly. It, 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 you always wind up in a worse situation than if you've just taken some time away from each other. And there's always this moment like, well, now now it's over. Now like like they've ruined it all. I'm like, well, I'm like, yeah, but like you're not in the relationship anymore, which I understand. It's with divorce, it's more complicated than that. But I'm just kind of like, I just like move on, move on from this 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 walking turd. You don't need him anymore. Go forward. You don't need so someone Kate, who's gonna come in and eat your sushi that you paid for. Yeah. So then Katie gives a very nice she has a very nice turn in this scene. I had to applaud her because she just goes, get the fuck out of my face. I think you're pathetic, I think you're a drunk, and I think you're a loser. So it was her best Thank moment you. of the season. Finally, we've been trying to tell you that for 10 goddamn years. I'm so fucking glad you're finally here. Welcome to the table. Throw yeah, I was really happy. Much. I was really happy. I was like, finally, like, yes, you are acknowledging what we're seeing. You can move forward now. Stop trying to be friends with this person. Just move forward and, like, now enter your glory era. So Schwartz is like, well, this doesn't affect me at all because I don't give a fuck anymore. This does not hurt me. I am disconnected from you. I'm like, well, then why did you come here to the sushi restaurant? And he's like, I love you, but this does not hurt me. I'm disconnected. And he tells us, for the longest time, I felt like Katie was divorcing me. But after the kiss, there's some finality now. I feel divorced. He smiled. And I think it's so funny that he and Sandoval say the same thing. They feel miserable and sad, but then they kiss a younger, hotter woman, and it makes them feel free again. You guys are such lame fucking stereotypes, and I can't wait till you get both. Both of you get cheated on, and she takes you for everything you're worth, whoever the next one is, because you guys are losers and look at people as nothing but, like, validation tokens for your own, you know, age aging, weathered ass, balabon, porn stash, idiot asses. So I can't wait to see what comes to you in the future. Yeah. So Schwartz is like, you know what you need, Katie? Humility. You don't know what that is. I'm like, sir, you need to leave. You you start, you barked up this tree. And this tree was so, busy eating sushi. And you ate some of that tree's sushi. You need to leave right now. You, he should have been kicked out the moment he sat there. After making out with a girl that, that, like she said, please don't make out with her, he comes in and sits down and ate a piece for sushi. Oh, God, that made me so mad. So Christina's like, you need to go. So he goes out and then he starts doing his like little dance thing where he's like, hi, bye, everyone, bye. I'm like, oh, God, it's so <laughs> transparent, his cutesy, aw, shucksy thing all the way out the restaurant after oh. he just got his ass handed to him. Exactly. It's like, I'm realizing now it's not healthy to hang out that much after a divorce. No matter how much you care about that person and love them, it's a good idea to take a nice, healthy break. Which is what I've been saying since the beginning of the season. So anyway, 
I feel like there's validation all over the place. So Raquel is now talking to Lala. I'm like, oh, this, the episode's over. But no, Raquel's going to talk to Lala now. And Raquel's like, hey, um, I just want to say I feel bad about my comment that I made to you at the pool party, even though what I said to you is just so much tamer than anything you've ever said to me over the past five years. But I feel bad about it, so I'm sorry. And Lala's like, yeah, I'm still confused. Like, I thought we had a really fun trip in Vegas and a really beautiful moment in the car, so I'm not really sure where the disconnect was. <laughs> okay. Well- <laughs> oh, you don't? Uh, but also, she doesn't... What I'm realizing in this scene, too, is Lala and those girls don't know that Raquel heard them talking about her and laughing about her, right? I'm not sure, but they still, like... They, they still... They do know that they said to Raquel, like, I don't trust a man, my man around you. And, you know, what? as it turns out, they shouldn't. And their gut was correct. But at that moment, they didn't know their gut was correct. <laughs> Yeah. And so Raquel's like, well, I'm confused about why you guys were like honing in on me so much. And she says, well, I'll be confused that, you you know, look, I don't think you remember anything in Vegas because she drinks and I don't drink. So you're an alcoholic. So basically no one was judging you. Okay. Nobody was judging you. And then we see a clip of, I would never trust you around my man. And then Christine is saying, guys, she's in there listening to music. And Lala going, Taylor Swift's. And Christine is saying, yeah, and the whole room is covered in lights. And Lala's saying, guys, is she going to murder us tonight? <laughs> they totally weren't being judgmental. Those so girls are such mean girls, and they're called out. Lala's the best at this, just turning yeah. it around and showing zero She'll turn it around and just give on zero points. She should be in politics. She'd be actually really good at it. Also, like, Lala's whole thing that she always says is, like, she goes hard. Like, the whole thing when she said, like, I see you guys aren't working on your summer bodies. Then she'll say, oh, I, you know, I, I go really mean because, you know, if someone comes at me, I come back harder. Like, that's her whole thing. She's one of those people. You come at me, I come back ten times harder. So what does Lala do? Lala says something to Raquel even though it happens to be true <laughs> later on. But she says, like, I wouldn't trust you with my man. Raquel comes back with something. And then she's like, I cannot believe she would say that. Like, Lala is literally reacting the way that Stasi and Kristen and Katie reacted when she said, like, the summer bodies thing. And, and Lala was like, they just have to get over it. So, like, there's so much hypocrisy. But you know what, though? I'm not mad about the hypocrisy. I'm actually embracing it and loving it because it's really wonderful to have this season where we get to, like, have these emotions and experiences again. So Raquel's like, um, I didn't get the feeling you guys were laughing with me. And Lala's like, you felt like we were laughing at you? Well, <laughs> you were all over the place, Raquel. And she goes, well, I know. I guess I was a bit of a drunk mess. And she, but and she goes, yeah, and guess what? That's fine, because we're in Vegas. It's like, then why, are you, then why are you saying that? Like, you can't remember anything. You don't know anything going on. You're treating her like she's Jane Fonda in Fluke, where she just wakes up and can't remember anything. You know? Like, come on, what a weird, what a random thing to bring <laughs> I love, up. But I, saw, I love that. I saw, I saw a clip of that the other day somewhere. I was like, oh, look, this movie. Um, but you're acting like she was just completely drunk and drugged out of her mind or something. So, anyway, Raquel's like, well, my friends wouldn't judge me for being drunk in Vegas, basically. And she goes, no one did judge you, which <laughs> we just saw the clip of you guys doing that. Yeah. And so Raquel's like, well, I don't know if Lala has a bad memory or if she thinks mean girl behavior is normal, but this gaslighting thing is exhausting. So Raquel's like, 
you know, it just seems like you guys need to pick up a hobby because, like, if all you can do is talk about me. And apparently hobby is, like, the worst thing you could ever say on Bravo. Flashback to Jill Zarin because Lala's like, a hobby, bitch! A hobby, bitch! I don't care about this. What I do care about is how you've affected my friend. It's gross, I think it's dirty, and I think it's disgusting. And I think you need to find yourself a swirsk. And Raquel's like, okay, well, accountability for making out with Schwartz? Like, it's like probably a million other things I could have done that would have been a lot worse than that. Just, oh, really? I think your self-worth comes from the approval of a man. I think you have a mental breakdown coming, and I think you're going to need some love, and I think you're going to need some support. I mean, not wrong. And then uh, Raquel's Not like, wrong, what? but also coming from Lala. It's like, okay, you totally changed when you found your man. You totally yes. became a real housewife of Beverly Hills above everybody with your PJ and your this and that. And, and you know what? Listen, Ronnie, like, why are you coming from Lala? She's, like, with a man right now who's got a honeycomb tattoo. Like, that's hot. Mm. So Raquel's like, well, I always need love and support, and I appreciate people that give it to me. And Lala's like, well, you appreciate that... Bob their oh you appreciate that Bob their head and oh you appreciate, you appreciate people, people that Bob their head and tell you that everything's good. <laughs> so good night. Uh, yeah, and Raquel's like, you have a good night too. And sticks out her tongue. So then we go to Katie and Kristen in the saddest, emptiest club where of course they're gonna end up. So Katie's like, tequila Katie likes to turn up in a rage text, but wine Katie takes things a little bit slower, but she still gets the same things done. And so she does her typical thing, which she did at Sheena's wedding last time, which is like make fun of shit, or I guess that was Stassi they showed clips of making fun of shit. (laughs) So she sits down, she's looking at wedding footage and making fun of it and being like, oh my God, like, look, the guy who married them is literally the same guy who married Sheena and Shay. And you're still crying over the same fucking loser what's your fucking point and you're still sitting here making fun of somebody else's wedding who's actually happy at the moment while you're stalking them in mexico ma'am oh oh my god i just looked at footage of sheena's wedding her mom is still the same mom as in the first (laughs) wedding (sighs) that is ridiculous why would you hire somebody different hey if they did a good job the first time give them a call maybe you'll get a discount for the second time maybe it's like her uncle Like, I don't know. I just feel like it's... Listen, I have died on a lot of really weird and strange and stupid hills. And um, this one, I think this is... So I know what it's like to die on on a a, a non-hill. And I I think Katie... Katie is taking the cake with this one. (laughs) So um, You're sitting here at the end of a miserable week for you, watching literally the happiest person in the world right now, shitting on them. (laughs) <laughs> because you're so fucking miserable, and then bragging that Tequila Katie is back. No, it's no, not I don't, Tequila I don't. Katie, because everybody's not sitting around relishing in it. You just look sad, dude. I don't mind Katie ragging on the wedding, because I think that's part of Vanderpump Rules. Like We get, we always say, like, she's well, so always just sort of like laying around. But, you know, it's like, I just want her to rag better. <laughs> so, um, uh, Katie's basically, like, uh, saying how... Kristen's like, so what happens next? Do we get to go be around human beings? And Katie's like, you know what? The same thing that's always been next for me. Me. My healing process has sped up a lot further because of this weekend. And Christina's like, oh yeah, well you have been hanging out with that cute boy that looks like Timothy Chalamet and Weird Al Yankovic at the same time. She's like, yeah, cute boy. And, you know, he's got emotional intelligence and he does great parody songs. Okay? And it's like so much better than Schwartz's. 
And she's like, I've only slept with two guys since Tom, and one is more casual, but he's 25 and I'm 36. I'm not old enough to be a cougar, so I'm a puma. How come we don't have those words for men? Um, actually, I think you call them dirty old pigs until the, you until they let you ride their PJs, from what I remember. But Christina's like, um, I'd love to meet him. She goes, well, now I can bring him around, because I don't have to worry about Tom's feelings anymore. I was like, yes, finally. She Maybe should. we can have a turn where Katie is actually happy the rest of the season. I'm actually looking forward to it. I'm, I've got my fingers crossed. You know, these two, everyone has made, me, has made me mad at different points. But I actually am genuinely happy that she's realized she doesn't have to have some sort of friendship with Tom to move forward. Like, it doesn't matter. Who cares if there's a friendship? You guys are broken up. It's time to move forward. You know, he's going to let you down over and over again in your friendship. It's going to be the same dynamics as you had, whether you're in the relationship or not. So move forward. Bring around your, your, your new guy. And Tom Schwartz, you go off. You do your own thing. And you don't stop. You stop fucking around with Katie. Like, stop mentally manipulating her and just focus on you and whatever booty you want to get. And you guys live your lives and, and thrive and all that bullshit. Yeah, and you, you try to do that because how this ends is slow motion. It's like the soap opera slow-mo where we see Katie being like, and now I don't care anymore about his feelings. It slow-mos into people cheersing at the wedding and then Brock dancing with Sheena and having the time of their lives. And then it just cuts to Katie slowly drinking her wine miserably with a miserable look on her face and fade out. So good luck in the future. You definitely yeah. deserve better. I hope you get it. Jeez. The show is stressing me out. It was it was a I, I don't know, I love the episode. I thought it was great. It was it was one of, one of the few Bravo wedding episodes that I really enjoyed because I generally do not enjoy the wedding episodes. Well it's one, one of the one ones that all. actually hoodwinked me where I actually started crying in it. Which is very rare for me, you know. So yeah. well I guess it's not really that rare now that I think about it. But <laughs> anyway. Real yeah, it was softies. pretty cute. We make fun because it's a way to shield our hearts from our real emotions pouring uh, Hurt people, hurt people. Okay, uh. everybody, thanks so much for being here. We will see you guys next week. Go check out our bonus episodes, our videos, all that stuff at Patreon, and get your tickets for our live shows over on WatchWhatCrappens.com. Okay, we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Allison King. Ashley Savoni, she don't take no baloney. Dana C. Dana do. She's not just a Sheila, she's a Daniela. Itchels. Aaron McNicholas, she don't miss no trickleus. Jamie, she has no last namey. Hava Nagila Weber. Sip some scotch with Jessica Trotch. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Kristen the Piston Anderson. You're never alone with Lacey Monteleon. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. The Bay Area Betches. Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. Let's get real with Caitlin O'Neill. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Can't have a meal without the Emily Sides. Nobody holds a candle to Jamie Kendall. She's not harsh. She's Jill Hirsch. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. We love him madly. It's Kyle Pod Shadley. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. We want to hang with Liz Lang. The incredible edible Matthew sisters. Nancy Cease and DeSisto. 
give him hell, Miss Noel. She's the queen bee, it's Sarah Lemke. Shannon, out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kutar. We love you guys. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Watcher Crafton's ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. Hey, grown-ups! The Cat in the Hat cast is a new podcast from Wondery, perfect for the whole family. Join the Cat in the Hat and your favorite Dr. Seuss characters as they get whisked away on a new adventure every week. Fish dreams of creating his very own polite and quiet podcast. That is, until he gets a surprise visit to his fishbowl podcast studio from the cat in the hat himself. And it becomes very clear that the cat has other plans for the podcast. And those plans are the opposite of quiet. Sing along to new favorite songs, try your luck at Titanic tongue twisters, have some fun with wondrous wordplay, and most importantly, bring your family along for all of the adventures in the Cat in the Hat cast. Follow the Cat in the Hat cast on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to the Cat in the Hat cast early and ad-free on Wondery Plus. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Wondery Kids Plus on Apple Podcasts today.